Welcome to the five song mixtape where we discuss a new mix each and every week. My name is Michael. Millionaire Devin. <laughs> I heard a little roll in there. On that a little one. bit of roll. <laughs> Sounds like a villain. And I'm RJ. <laughs> <laughs> what language is that? Mongolian. Ooh. Yeah. There's a we knew this Mongolian family when we lived in Utah, and Mongolian is such a pretty language. Yeah, it kind of sounds like, and I don't know if this is insensitive to say, but it kind of sounds like Elvish. Like it sounds like some weird fantasy language when they were talking. I feel like Klingon was probably based on Mongolian, but like a little bit harsher. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah. The way that they use they rolled their tongue a lot. Yeah, like. Gaelic rolling their tongue, not like Hispanic. Yeah, which is weird. Like it doesn't, you know, it falls in between like Russia and Asia, right? You know, it doesn't it doesn't make too much sense. <laughs> um, both such ugly languages. Yeah. So this is episode ten of the five song mixtape. This is uh, Devin's fourth time. At this is fourth attempting to make a mix. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I've got a lot of thoughts today, RJ. Okay. Do you have a lot of thoughts today? No. (laughs) (laughs) See, I knew that he would... Well, I don't know if he likes it yet, but I knew that this wouldn't be as much for him as it would be for you. (laughs) I've got so many thoughts, RJ, that I've developed a new scoring system. Ooh! That I would like to implement into the podcast that I could give a fuck about a scoring system until this mix. And I was like, I need a scoring system. (laughs) Basically, Devin and I are both just smiling right now. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, I have some revelations about this mix, too, and things that it did for me. By revelations, do you mean regrets? No, no, that's the thing. I it's became a man. The, the opposite. <laughs> yeah, something I just found interesting. So huh. yeah, you you heard you felt a little warmth in an area. Yeah, I mean a couple different areas. <laughs> oh, couple. Yeah, your knees. Yeah, my knees. They're so hot. All right, what is the name of this mix? I'm not that petty. That petty. Nah, I'm not that petty. <laughs> And what is the theme of this mix? Um, well, I would say that it's basically just songs by Thomas Petty. Okay. <laughs> yeah, just cover songs. You want to songs. be more specific? Okay, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> cover songs by Tom Petty. Um, that's really all I attempted with this one. I and a little don't believe you. <laughs> and a little misdirect in the title, which so kind of worked last hold week. Hold on, hold on. Okay. You thought to yourself, yeah. man, I really want to make a group of cover songs <clears throat> that are cover songs of Tom Petty. Oh, yeah. I think about this every night before I go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> you, you didn't have any type of other intentions with so, a name like, I'm not that petty. So, no. <laughs> At first, so the way it originated is I was looking to make a covers playlist after made, after you made one. Right. And a lot of the covers I was looking at happened to be Bob Dylan and Tom Petty covers. Mm. And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, Mike loves Bob Dylan. Mike loves Tom Petty. Yeah. And I was going to go the Bob Dylan route, 
But I decided I liked a little. I liked the Tom Petty songs better. I kept on going back to those. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, huh. you know, uh, I knew that this would be very divisive. Yeah. For you, mm-hmm. and the so I had a lot of options to pick from too. There's oh. like there's yeah, so you many. Do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not even Tom Petty songs, but the fact that so many people have covered Tom right, Petty yeah. songs is crazy. He's a genius. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I picked ones that I thought RJ would like the bands. Mm. So that was his part of it, and then you just got the fact that it's just all Tom Petty songs, and mm. I wanted to see how so you would react. Did you to do it. that more for me or more for Mike? Um. So who's this player? You're an afterthought, RJ. So <laughs> yeah, you're an afterthought. <laughs> so it's like dedicated to Mike. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll yeah. Take it. My name's scratched out, and then there's RJ next to <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, I got this for your birthday. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's regifted. A gift. Is so. A gift. Uh, there were alternate versions of pretty much every song in this playlist, uh, you know, by different people. And I think some of them Mike might have liked more, if at all, because I don't even know as of now if Mike likes Tom Petty covers <laughs> or if it's like an artist that's uncoverable. You oh, know? interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Were these but, all originals? Like R. Kelly. Yeah. Uncover. <laughs> yeah. So I picked the bands that I thought you would like more than uh, other ones that I was thinking about putting in there. It's kind of a mix. Yeah. It's kind of a mix. Kind of a mix. Yeah. (laughs) Kind of like a mix tape. (laughs) All right. Um, And uh, is there a rhyme or reason for why'd you put the songs in the order that you did? You just, you just felt it. I just felt it. You just felt it. Yeah. I just vibing. All right. You know, like usual. (laughs) vibing. Um, all right, before we get into this, RJ, any uh, preliminary thoughts here? He's not that petty. Devin isn't? Mm-mm. So the title fits? I mean, I am pretty petty. <laughs> but you didn't spell it that way. <clears throat> I did capitalize the P. So he's not that Tom Petty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not that Tom Petty. Neither right. are the artists. I'm not another Tom Petty either. Neither are the artists. I yes. like that. So see? it fits. Well. Oh, you'll see my score. It will redeem whatever he gives you. <laughs> Just letting you know. Uh, I'm about to throw up. All right. Um, I'm so right. confused if Mike gives me five and you give me one. <laughs> <laughs> it's a twist. Oh, I'm going to be so disappointed if you're not critical on this, RJ. I want to hear put that out right the scoring now. system <laughs> so bad. I have my points. Imagine, not right now. Okay. No. All right. So, Blink Wing, choose your favorite band, right? They're our top. No, are they your favorite band? No, because I think nowadays I would say Ooh. yes, no. I don't like the new stuff. The new stuff sucks. Who's your favorite band of all time? Oh, yeah. What did you say in I the... I said the Eagles. Original. I like them as a long-time band. Okay. But I haven't Eagles. heard any like any of the newer stuff. They don't have new stuff. All mm. right. This is perfect, um, then. Imagine if Devin was putting together a mix of songs covered that were blink Wayne 2 songs. Okay. Not your favorite band, but one of your top bands. Mm-hmm. Okay. Would you be more critical... Of the quality of, of, of those the quality songs. of the mix, yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> well, okay, so if you have a song and you throw it out there, and then like you know uh, what's that? Um, 
postmodern jukebox. They did not like, do all the small things like all the small things is. They did their variation. I was like, that's cool. It's different. Yeah, I, but that's yeah, a good not, cover of it. Yeah, I'm okay. saying. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that you can do different versions of the song. I'm just one saying of our that, friends like, did an acoustic version of "Damn It," and I if, was like, that's cool. Yeah. If it, I it, present to you a mix of Blink One Eighty Two covers, you don't think that your guard's going to be up? I think it is. I mean, I agree. <laughs> that is the intention of this mix. Yeah. You know. Okay, so what what yeah. you're saying is I have no affiliation to Tom Petty, so that's why you probably got a higher score from me. Is that true? I like some songs. Oh, okay. Yes, okay. that's true. Okay. Maybe we should start out. Maybe we should start out with you two yeah. talking about what Tom Petty means to you. All right, RJ. I would say, this is what Tom Petty means to me. Okay. <laughs> okay, I was going to say start with RJ, but yeah, I mean, you go ahead. You go ahead. I have less to say. So yeah, I have a lot to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was not a Tom Petty fan most of my life. I couldn't stand Tom Petty. I couldn't stand certain songs of his that Ooh. were very popular that I associated with Tom Petty that I could never get past. Right. I never took the time to understand Tom Petty. I never, I just thought he was a joke. Like I didn't understand Tom Petty at all, nor did I want to understand Tom Petty. Yeah. And then there was a documentary that came out and I believe it's called uh, running down a dream maybe. Um, but uh, so there's a Tom Petty and the heartbreakers documentary that came out. And I remember my good friend Jeff was like, Mike, this is a great documentary. And I was like, okay, okay. A couple of years later, I finally check it out. And I'm like, I'm in love with Tom Petty. All right. And the documentary spans the life of Tom Petty. And this was maybe, I would say, about seven or eight years ago. I was going to say, I remembered when you started playing guitar differently. Oh, interesting. You started writing different stuff, and we recorded over uh-huh. here a yeah. few things. Oh, and you mentioned yeah. that you were listening to Tom Petty. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I do remember that. Which I'm not saying it yeah. was like, you know, straight Tom Petty, but right. I noticed a difference. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I finally, watching a documentary on the artist without listening to the songs made me fall in love with the artist. And then falling in love with the artist made me then appreciate the songs and made me dive deeper into the catalog. Okay. Deep into that catalog. Okay. okay. I'm a big Tom Petty fan <laughs> okay. at this point in my life. <laughs> yes. I'm such a Tom Petty fan that because of COVID, it's it's halted the process of a comic that I have coming out. But I have a comic that is built around Tom Petty. Which I did not know before like, I made this. Legitimately, it's built around everything from Tom Petty to the Heartbreakers to the Traveling Wilburys. Like, it is a deep collection of Tom Petty knowledge. Okay. So when I say <laughs> that, would your, would your hackles be up a little bit when someone <laughs> makes a Tom Petty covers documentary or uh, cover mix in comparison to Blink-Away 2, my hackles are up a little bit. Okay. <laughs> so I am a huge Tom Petty fan. He is one of the, I did not get very sad when Prince died. I did not get very sad mm. when David, Bo- David Bowie died. I did not get sad when Chester died. But I got sad when Tom Petty passed away. In the end, nothing else matters. So, you, know. you didn't get sad when Chester <laughs> Bennington of Lincoln Park died? <sighs> this is laughable when people were getting that sad. Over oh, yeah. To me. No, I agree. <laughs> yeah. So, RJ, I'm assuming that... <laughs> 
Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, no eagles to you. <laughs> I've heard some of his popular songs. That's it. Yeah. yeah. All right. All You've right. never. So, okay. It, some of these songs I was going through and I was like, that Gaslight's a Tom Petty song. What? Like I said. Okay. God I damn it. I did not God know some it. of them. Uh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. I, I got something to say about that, too. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, so you got to realize I just have no yeah. affiliation. Have you guys with ever this. done that before? What? Like, okay, okay. So in the context of, so I'll put it to you this way: like, is there a classic rock artist? Oh yeah, yeah. That you didn't care about because you had heard their popular songs. It'd be like listening to um, maybe Eric Clapton. Yeah. Right. We're like, Lilo, and you're like, fuck, I don't care. Yeah. About Eric Clapton, right? And then eventually you see something, you're like. What is cream? Yes. Like, what is white room? You know? Like, did you guys ever do that with a classic artist? For me, it was Rush Mm. first. And I didn't... I don't know what I saw. I think it was just kind of some, you know, like half hour special or something about them. Yeah. You know, I'm like... I played bass, so I'm drawn towards bass-driven music. But I've really only heard like Tom Sawyer and I think Spirit of the Radio. Right. Which are fine songs. Tom Sawyer's okay. Yeah. Spirit of the Radio's cool. And that was really it. There's not really too many other radio you songs. You saw I Love You, Man, and you're like, <laughs> really loved it. Honestly, <laughs> strangely enough, another Jason Siegel thing. Yeah. I saw it on Freaks and Geeks, and the guy, oh, Jason yeah. Siegel, yeah. his character was playing along to the drums on an eight-track of Rush. Yeah. And that, for some reason, I was into Freaks and Geeks at the time. Mm. And then I was like, man, I want to listen to Rush more. And I listened to like their whole catalog, like mm. moving pictures, like twenty one twelve. Yeah, because you don't mind the whole instrumental. We're oh, just no. gonna we're just gonna jam. I, I, I like I, I liked hearing prog rock that I actually like. Yeah, you know, like yeah, I like the instrumental stuff. I like long songs. Yeah. Um, I love Geddy Lee's voice, and yeah. I was a big Primus fan too. Mm-hmm. So hearing his influence on Primus in a way hmm. was interesting. Mm-hmm. But also the band Wilco, I watched their documentary and gained a bigger appreciation for them through watching the documentary. Oh, interesting. Uh, I listened to the album Sky Blue Sky like mm-hmm. religiously when it came out, yeah. then watched the documentary, and I never liked Yankee Hotel Foxtrot, yeah. and then went back and listened to it with a new appreciation for it. All right. Yeah. So I get that. Yeah. All right, Jay? I'm going to say no. Oh. <laughs> There's a lot of artists that I've listened to their whole discographies, but there's nobody that's like classic rock artists. Yeah. You've never yeah, been no. like America, like something just like clicked with you with Journey, and you're like, no. I really need to take a deep dive. And Sticks, you just want to sail away. I've heard the mm. Sticks discography or whatever their little yeah, anthology. That, yeah, but that I heard that that was closest. all their popular ones. That mm-hmm. might be the closest for you. Yeah, or damn, Deep Purple. You were never like. I mean, I've heard like four or five <laughs> Eagles albums. I'd like so to see like, him really get into Fog Hat. Yeah. <laughs> like, I finally listened to Smoke on the Water, and I get it now. <laughs> I hear that's on a Guitar Hero. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be a great introduction. You're like, yeah, I heard this song on Guitar Hero. Yeah, that's the hard thing with a lot of classic artists. Like, yeah. I will always um, defend ACDC because I I loved ACDC before School of Rock. And School of Rock, like, ruined ACDC mm. for a lot of people. Yeah. Myself included. But, like, I will always defend ACDC. Now, question. Yeah. 
what kind of stuff did you guys listen to when you were younger? Maybe from parents influence like influences. I listen to classic rock and classic rock and hip hop. That's because like I only thing I remember is like the Beach Boys and Michael yeah. Jackson. That's all I mm. remember being young. Yeah. So it's like that's what I was around the popular culture Ooh. being young. So that's like that's maybe why I don't have any Beach affiliation Boys. to like that's classic an interesting rock. one. So if there was a playlist made on Beach Boys songs, I think you songs. might compare them. <laughs> So to get into Mike's point of view, I think you might listen to them in the, with the lens of these are Beach Boy songs that I know and I grew up with. Like these are different versions of it, and you're like, well, yeah, it's a version of it, but it's not the same thing as the original. It's not even close. You know, I feel like you would feel that way Where about you Beach just, Boys. Maybe was Full House just playing a lot in your household when you were little. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's that other one? Family Matters. Step by step. Yeah. Oh, step that time too. Step. That's when Nintendo sixty four came out, and I was all about video games. Yeah, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Yeah. So you just abandoned. What was music? ever less? <laughs> that what you tell Less than Jake was on there. And <laughs> oh, that's all I the see music you need. Okay, so it was whatever WWE. that music. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The <laughs> whatever song's theme, theme song is. It's probably like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bing, dong. And it like, comes from the rafters. That's my shit. But that was probably like, yeah. like, the ten nine year old me. Yeah, and I was literally. I was. I would go to my friend's house, Dustin, and just be like, "No one or your house." You don't too, have to say his name. And be like, <laughs> "Y'all don't even have to talk to me. I'm gonna be watching wrestling for like an hour. I'm at their yeah. house, and I was like, no one talked to me. Wrestling's on for an hour. Uh, do you still follow wrestling? No. Do you want to? I, no one's there anymore that I know. I think you would like to watch like the old matches. I I, I rewatched because they're on YouTube, yeah. and I watched them, and I was like, it's not the same nostalgia. Because I mean, yet again, it's just me and like my brother and I be watching it and kind of cheering them on. The good guys versus the bad guys. The Rock's not there anymore. Steve Austin. I don't really anymore. know what catch wrestling is, but do you think you'd like that? What? Okay, I don't what know what is, that is either. Uh, yeah, what is it? Catch wrestling? Yeah, it's like a. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either, it's like but I hear it. More specific wrestling. <laughs> I hear it and I don't know like uh, if somebody says it in a conversation I'm like yeah, yeah totally, yeah. <laughs> catch wrestling, yeah. Last Maybe night like, I was at my catch yeah, wrestling match. karate, right? You know what? I think it's is it like wrestling of different weight classes? I have no idea. Cuz catch weight is kind of like uh, you know 175 fighting a 205. I think it's like more legitimate wrestling. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what that so means. So like <laughs> Just wrestling. So wait, wait. Well, I think that they still do stories, baby. I don't know. <laughs> so like wrestling, where they're you know like in school, or the, the Olympics yeah. versus like the steel chair. Well, it's like wrestling, but they follow their lives when they're not wrestling. Like, <laughs> like the it's real like world of a wrestling docudrama. You think wrestling. you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't know what catch wrestling is, but I hear it all the time. Uh, I think Daniel Cormier talks about it all the time. And I'm like, yeah, totally. Like, catch wrestling is fucking sick. Catch wrestling dude. is a classical hybrid grappling style and combat sport. Okay. So it's like a version of wrestling and like jujitsu. So can you do like judo in traditional wrestling? No. Maybe that's it then. Maybe it's like Greco Roman wrestling, judo, and like uh, jujitsu submissions. Yeah, yeah. It's its own martial arts. I, I guess judo is a part of it. Maybe it's like pancreases to uh, martial arts or pancreation. Like, it's like... Pancreas? 
Yeah. <laughs> but Pancrase was like a, a mix. It was like MMA before uh, MMA yeah, came right. out, before UFC came out, really. And they just mixed martial arts styles yeah. together. So somebody would still have a specific style. So maybe it's like, like a... Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe it's like a uh, a wrestler fighting a judo guy. Maybe, maybe that's yeah. catch wrestling. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. We got so many ideas for good wrestling shows, though. Yeah. All right, RJ. Cool. So Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers were an American rock band from Gainesville, Florida, formed in 1976. Um, I want to say, I don't think I have it in here. I think their original band that they started that I think a couple of members went into the Heartbreakers was called Mud Crutch, if I remember correctly. Uh, the band originally comprised of Tom Petty, Mike Campbell, Ron Blair, Stan Lynch, and Benmont Tench. Uh, in 1981, Blair, weary of the touring lifestyle, the part of the band, his replacement was Howie Epstein. Uh, stayed Epstein. The band for, a long, <laughs> for a long time. Uh, in 1991, Scott uh, Thurston joined the band as a multi-instrumentalist, uh, mostly on rhythm guitar and second keyboards. In 94, Steve Verone uh, replaced Lynch on the drums. Blair returned to the Heartbreakers in 22, a year before Epstein's death. I want to say... Epstein didn't kill himself, though, right? No, I want to say he might have died of AIDS. Okay. Um, I can't remember exactly, though. Yeah, but he definitely didn't kill himself in a prison cell. <laughs> Uh, the band has a long string of singles, including Breakdown, American Girl, Refugee, The Waiting, Learning to Fly, and Mary Jane's Last Dance, among many others, and stretched over several decades of work. All right, so I don't know if you know this, RJ, but we're going to be talking about Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers and Tom Petty. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Okay. You don't even know. There's a difference? There is. <laughs> Wait, you did, did they, it in the mix. Did he release solo albums yes. as Tom Petty and then Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers? Correct. Kind of like Ryan Adams and Ryan Adams and the Cardinals. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> the football team? <laughs> yeah. The we are going to be talking about Ryan Adams as well this podcast. Oh, we are? Yes. <laughs> for, for, oh. <laughs> All right. All right. So track number one off the mix. Um, I'm not that petty, is You Got Lucky uh, being covered by the Gaslight Anthem off of their album called Handwritten. Um, I believe it's a bonus track off the deluxe edition. Um, Mm -hmm. It's the last track off that deluxe edition. Okay. Uh, So You Got Lucky was the first single from the Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers um, on the album uh, After Dark. Uh, The song peaked number 20. Um Somewhat unusual for a petty song, guitars give up the spotlight to allow synths to carry the song's main structure. Hmm. Um, the Gaslight Anthem, the band that covers the song, uh, we've talked about it a bunch on the podcast. Uh, they're from New Jersey, formed in 2006. Um, and May two, or their second album, the 59 Sound, was on Side One Dummy Records. Uh, and then the band's third album, American Slang, was released in 2010. And their first fourth uh album handwritten which is what this song's off of was released in 2012 off of mercury records um i thought this was interesting the new york times music critic john carmancia uh described the band as part of a rich tradition of new jersey punk spanning the misfits to the bouncing souls the gaslight anthems music also embraces many elements of the jersey shore sound Brian Fallon's fondness for Springsteen, a significant influence on their music, is in fact 
is a fact celebrated by fans and critics alike. However, the band claims they never set out to sound like a New Jersey icon. Hmm. Um, yeah, we've talked about the Gaslight Anthem, I think, a fair amount on this podcast yeah. so far. Uh, I'm a fan of the 59 sound and not a whole lot after that. Um, yeah, American Slang was uh, good. Yeah. It had some good songs on it, but altogether, like, it was fine. Handwritten, I thought it was good, too. Yeah. And then they just, when Get Out, Get Hurt Get came hurt. out, it was out. Yeah. Yeah. I have n- no other word other than to say they're like a gimmick band to me uh, yeah. with the 59 sound, which I'm okay with one album of being like that. Yeah. I don't know if the other albums follow the 59 sound. Did you ever hear Sink or Swim? Their first one. Uh, I think so. Way different than yeah. 59 Sound. Right. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, I have heard that. Because his first band was called This Charming Man, which mm. is like, right. yeah. you know, uh, homage to the Smiths. Yeah. And you hear influences of all kinds of styles on Sink or Swim, and mostly like punk style. Right, yeah. Um, and then 59 Sound has so many influences on it, but right. that is kind of their gimmick after, yeah. at that point on. Yeah. Yeah. So the rest of their albums are similar to the 59 sound. Yeah. When Trying somebody... to like bring out this weird new age, new age, Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, really. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. American slang had a lot more synths, um, in it. Handwritten. I don't remember too much. There's some good songs on there, but as a whole album, it's like not, Amazing. It's yeah. not something I listen to, but 59 Sound, The Senior and the Queen EP, yeah. and Sink or Swim. That I have heard, The Senior and the Queen. Yeah, EP, those yeah. three albums are like, I'd put them on like a top 20 list of albums, all three mm. of those. Yeah. Like, I love those albums. Yeah. RJ, R Jizzle. Ray J. Same consensus. Uh, Handwritten came out, and it was one of those that had to kind of grow on you. You're yeah. like, all right, this is what they're doing. I see, and then you listen to it a couple times. And I'm like, all right, I, I I can deal with this. Um, then get hurt, and I listen to it like probably ten times now, and I still can't. I mm, try enjoy that. Yeah. I'm like, nah. Yeah. But uh, all their first like their their first couple albums, I I absolutely loved. And he's done Brian Fallon solo project. No, I didn't. And know. Horrible Crows. Horrible Crows, I like. The Brian Fallon was album was it was fine. It was better yeah. than Get Hurt. But, yeah, something happened. Didn't they break up after Get Hurt because they knew Get Hurt was hurt? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think yeah, he got a divorce up. and, like, all this stuff led up to this album. And, like, I'm really hoping that something comes out good by them or by him or something. Because they had something at one point. Hmm. Yeah. So, RJ, you like the Gaslight Anthem and you thought this was a Gas- Gaslight Anthem song. Yeah. because this is on the the deluxe version yeah it's a bonus song so when i put this one on there too so where did you hear this the album yeah i think we had deluxe versions interesting yeah we were gaslight fans yeah (laughs) back in the day we're don't gaslight me (laughs) are you even a gaslight fan (laughs) not really devin had a shirt and i liked that shirt that he had i love that shirt yeah um honestly I, I'm half and half. I didn't know for sure that this was a Tom Petty song, but something sounded familiar about it. Yeah. And then when I played it, I was like, obviously this is that Tom Petty song that I know. Yeah. But it's somehow disguised as a Gaslight Anthem song. 
for me when I first heard it. Oh. Yeah. But I'm not. not. Well, <laughs> we'll talk about it later. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the song is three minutes and 47 seconds. Um, but, yeah, so this song, this album from Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, I'm not a fan of. Okay. Um, it's one of their not well-regarded albums. I believe it's none. I believe none of the songs off of this album are on uh, like their bigger greatest hits um, compilation. Oh, um, even this, one. even this song. Yeah. This isn't like a, a, I think this, I don't even think this was like the big single from them. I believe that uh, um, there's a Bob Dylan song that they do called like jamming with me or jamming in or something like that. Hmm. I believe that's the big single off of this album. If I remember quite correctly, there's a lot of Tom Petty albums. Um, but yeah, the, so this, this song is a song that I know from Tom Petty. Um, and I like the gaslight anthem. And when I heard the song, it, they do the thing that I don't like with covers. And I can't remember if I talked about this before. Um, but I might've talked about it in the context of the Weezer Africa cover. Oh, when a band does a cover that they're like, when, when you've got an eighties pop song like this, right. Mm -hmm. That's like heavy synth. And it's like, you, you hear the song and you're like, Oh yeah, that's from the eighties. Like eighties synth has a very particular like realm Mm -hmm. to where you're like, I know what era of music that's from. Yeah. And when a band basically does just like a rock version of that, I'm like, what do you what do you bring into the table, Fifty Nine Sound? Mm. What do you what do you put on the table here? Like if if they did a stripped down acoustic version of this song oh. with his voice, I would be all in. Okay, <laughs> so can I tell you the alternate version that I had of this song? Ooh, yes, Blackberry Smoke and Amanda Shires, okay. a country band. Oh, see? like Americana roots yeah. country. Yeah playing an acoustic version of this yeah with a female background singer not really like highlighted yeah but great song yes but i chose gaslight anthem to make it more kind of a a lot of the bands are like familiar to the three of us on this and that's why i switched that one out but i do have a b-sides playlist for this one (laughs) (laughs) so i'm assuming you enjoyed the song rj Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> uh, Do you like the synth? Do you like the dun, 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 dun. <laughs> So because I didn't know whose song this originally was, I listened to the original. I have to say, I like the original better. So okay. Much better. And I was like, all right, so there's different. <laughs> it was one of those songs where you know how you have all your songs on the album. You're like, I like it. I like it. That one I could skip. This would be the one that I skipped. Yeah. Obviously, because it was a cover song, it was not one of the originals. But then I hear the original Tom Petty one, and I'm like, all right, the Tom Petty one's so much better. Exactly. And it's because it sound they're trying to do just an updated version of it. I feel like that's where yeah. covers, like, they, they tread that fine line, which there's covers on this mix that don't do that, where they're like, we're going to do our own thing on this. And they tread that fine line that if they're too close to the original, it's like, well, why wouldn't, why, I would just listen to the original at this point. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. But just later on, of course, the rating system. I did look at this as of like, does the cover work? I mean, it works. Yeah, I like the original better, but I did like it as an intro song. Yeah, okay. I think it was a good intro song. Hi, that is another reason I switched it out for that country version because the country one it was a little bit too much. I try to mix them around, and I'm like, no, this is the one that I would always pick as the first one. Okay. 
Had you heard the song before the Tom Petty one? You got lucky, babe. No, like like I said, I thought this was a Gaslight song. Because I'd heard it somewhere, and I swear it was probably on the radio. the radio. Yeah. Okay. It's a radio song. It was okay. probably just something in the background, and you're just like, eh, cool. Yeah. It's hard with Tom Petty, because when you say, like, it didn't make... When I said, like, none of the songs from this album really made the, like, greatest hit stuff, yeah. it's because he literally has so many singles that yeah. just fucking crushes. Yeah. And this like, one's just kind of thrown in somewhere. Exactly. Like, this is not Refugee. Like, yeah. Refugee... Fucking crushes, <laughs> yeah. As like one of the best American pop songs out there, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I agree, and honestly, that's one of my favorite Tom Petty songs yeah. that I've heard. Yeah, not too many covers. No, of it. yeah, it's hard yeah. because like Melissa yeah. Etheridge did one. Ooh, didn't put it on there. Okay, yeah, I might like that. I you <laughs> might have, but <laughs> oh, he says, but he's like, eh. I don't know. There's something about it. Yeah. It just wasn't for me. It's hard yeah. because it's Tom Petty has like, it's not that he's he's got something that's like a Prince and a David Bowie, where it's like there's something unique about him, but you, but he's so pop that you don't associate any. I didn't associate for most of my life that yeah. there's any uniqueness with Tom Petty. Yeah. Until you like actually take the time to understand it. It's like, oh wait, no, he's just like a David Bowie or Prince. He's just doing it at his own speed. That's what's crazy about these older bands is their discographies are so prolific because they had to put out so much stuff before they gained fame. Crazy. So nowadays a band has one album, their debut album. That's their radio album. Yeah. Like Tom Petty probably had like four albums before he really like made it to the radio. No. Really? Not the case. Oh. Uh, so they had Mud Crutch. Mud Crutch. I believe that's what that band's called. Mud Crutch? Mud Crutch. <laughs> okay. uh, but they were a Florida band, and then Tom Petty wanted to, like, I think he pieced together the Heartbreakers with some L.A. guys, because I believe him and a, another dude from the, the Heartbreakers, forgot his name, uh, they moved to L.A., and then when we get to it, like, American Girl is the first single from their first album as the Heartbreakers. Okay. So they basically were like, we're the new band. Hmm. So, all right. So track number two off of this album is Wildflower Flowers being covered by the Miley Cyrus. And it's a recorded at Spotify uh, single. Um, so Wildflowers is a song. is a Tom Petty. It's the opening track of the Wildflowers album. Uh, the song became quite popular in concerts, and though it wasn't released as a single, it charted on the Billboard's Hot Rock Songs list, number 16. Hmm. The song also reached number three on the Billboard's Lyric um, Find, and um, all music describers, uh, all music describes it as having a simple but effective folk-based chord progression with a sprightly, almost country-oriented theme, rhythm. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I feel like I could play this song on guitar right now, just <laughs> thinking about it in my head. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So Miley Cyrus, everyone knows Miley Cyrus, right? Hannah Montana. Oh, yeah. Daughter of Billy Ray. Billy Ray. You can break your heart. <laughs> Sister of Noah. Uh, she probably, I can't remember what year Bangers comes out, but that's when she's like, I'm Miley. Yeah. Because before that, uh, I think it's <laughs> Breakout, I think is the album before that. So Bangers is 2013 and Breakout is 2008. And before Bangers, it was Party in the USA still. 
Yeah. Which part are you going to say? That's a, that's a fine song. Yeah. But once you get to bangers, you're like, fuck. Yeah. What are we doing now? This is Miley. <laughs> yeah. Um, Hannah Montana who? <laughs> um, yeah. And so, so this is the f- opening track off of this album, Wildflowers. Yeah. yeah. Um, so her cover of it was recorded in 2017. The track, uh, the song is three minutes and 11 seconds. Um, so track number two off your mix. So Wildflowers for me is one of those pop songs that I've always heard. It's just been, it's as a, iconic for me as like Refugee is. Okay. Where like it's something that I've always heard. And it's just one of those songs that's like Wildflowers. Like, oh, yeah. Not for me. Yeah. Never heard it before. Really? Yeah. Fuck. Not once. That's crazy. Yeah. Huh. I heard many different covers of this one. This was a very popular one oh, in yeah. the covers department. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. Uh, it's stuck in my head oh, yeah. all the time. That's like every Tom Petty song, I swear. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. After making this, I agree. RJ, are you a Miley fan? Um, no. I don't, <laughs> I don't hate her. I don't, well, I don't love her. Yeah. Okay. So we were listening to Noah Cyrus the other day. She's cool. All right. Okay. So I'm glad you brought this up. Yeah, yeah. So I've been this whole week, ever since. So this is coming out much later than the Rogan interview of Miley Cyrus. She mentions her sister. I've never heard her sister before. Yeah. Decided to put her on on Spotify. And I have listened to the album every day for the last, last five Ooh, days. Oh, really? And the EP. Four days. <laughs> Yes, the EP. The eighth song, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I like her more than Miley. Wow. Going to say that right now. And I know I have nothing to go off of because Miley Cyrus, I think, in her solo career, at least has maybe five albums. Mm -hmm. And she just has, like, an EP and a couple of singles. Lots of, like, live one-offs that are really good. But even the song that I liked the least off of her EP, which is the Wonder Year song... I am like now. Wait, the song from the Wonder Years? Yes, she covers the, the Joe Wonder Cocker Years. song. Well, yeah. The, the well, yeah, yeah, yeah. The what? what did you mean? That one? Great, Joe Cocker. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I like that song. Yeah, they. She does a cover of that. It's a very weird cover of the song. I like that. Yes. Okay. Um, but yeah, I have officially became a Noah Cyrus. Follower, <laughs> I love right. her. I think she's fantastic. Um, but anyways, we're talking about Miley. So you're indifferent about Miley. I enjoy her. If she's on, I'm not going to be like, oh, turn this BS. Yeah. I, yeah, I enjoy her. Like if Mariah Carey came on, <laughs> but I enjoy bring up the Queen again. <laughs> I I enjoy her. If you compare it to like you know somebody that I would be like, eh, I'm not going to even pay attention or I'd skip the song. Mm. And you will always pick the Dustin Kenzer wrecking ball. Oh yes, over at the yes. Miley oh, wrecking that's ball. That's an easy, easy. <laughs> that's Have you 50, heard 50 it? for me? That's a great that's cover a of that song. Cover. It is. But I like, I love the talk Miley about song. breaking down and changing a cover, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, or changing a song into a cover. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm gonna put this as the important part, and this not so much. Right. He slowed down yeah. the the uh, the course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Miley, yeah, she does a good job. 
Uh, had you heard this Wildflower song before? I have not. I've heard the song, did not know that it was a Tom Petty song. Of course. Okay. <laughs> I didn't either. Uh, do you like it at all? Do you like fiddle? Oh, the fiddle's cool. I love okay. fiddle. <laughs> like if fiddle we turn head. off the lights right now, somebody's getting fiddled. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> That's the wrong light switch. Sorry. It's getting hot. Turn on the fan. Um I like this I like this cover. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Had you did you listen to the Tom Petty one as well? Yes. And on a degree from one to Dustin Kenzer's wrecking ball, yeah. how far is it from the original? I'm gonna do a different scale. <laughs> I like Miley Cyrus's cover better than the original. Ooh. Interesting. But it's okay. very similar. Very similar. So but it's Miley Cyrus. I will accept that answer. Well, it's because... Yeah. So, like, Miley, uh, she has her country roots, obviously, mm-hmm. right? I don't personally particularly like her country singing. Yeah. Like, I don't, even I don't, on a I don't song, mind her southern drawl. Even on a song like this, I like it when it's subverted and put behind a pop song or a hip-hop song. She does, yeah. I like when she's able to take that country style of voice that she has and subvert it into a genre that you wouldn't expect. She did, what is it, Jolene? Yeah. yeah. Love that version. That was a good one. See, that's different. That's Dolly. That was a we're good on one. We're a different playing field if we're talking about Dolly. No, that was a beautiful <laughs> yeah. song by her, and I that love that That has a cover. lot more range. This song, exactly. this song has not, the Tom Petty Tom Petty range. does not have range no. at all. Yeah. <laughs> he has the... Uh, he has the Vicodin range. Yeah. Like he was <laughs> like him and I'm Wilco. I Which is compare because the singer Wilco, Jeff Tweedy, has a very similar, like yeah. subdued, like heroin fueled <laughs> yeah. melody. Yeah. Which, which is, is great. Which is interesting because like I guess maybe another like is I would never do this, but I can see how someone could be like Tom Petty, Bob Seeger. You know, like, yeah. but even Bob Seger has more of a range. He does. <laughs> yeah. That's the only thing that was holding me back from that. I was like, uh, who's the, but he's, I guess he's kind of a front man. Um, uh, fuck. Um, American Psycho. Um, Christian Bale? Yes, but this, he loves the band in oh, American Psycho. Oh, Huey Lewis in the News. Yes, Huey Lewis, I guess, might be similar. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but I think that's like more range too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's not, there's yeah. not too much like Tom Petty and Bob Dylan, kind of. No, like Bob, Bob Dylan, Dylan has, has albums voice. where he does a completely different voice. That's what throws me off there. Yeah, he has like a gospel album where you're like, who is this? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So this song in particularly, I like more than the first Neil song. Young. Neil, there we go. Perfect. I fucking hate Neil Young. <laughs> putting that out there. Yeah. But yeah, same thing. Um, this song, I like more than the first song. I just wish about two minutes and 30 seconds in, she ramps it up. Did yep. something. And I'm like, why didn't you start there? I agree. <laughs> I don't. And I get because it's hard because this is a live Spotify session. Yeah. So it's like. This is not something that's overly produced. This is not something that she's trying to do particularly different as far as a cover, right? This is something particular in the moment for Spotify, which they probably might have had some type of say on, like, what type of cover you're doing. Where, like, you're talking about the Jolene cover. She's fucking going at it on that cover. I wish that she brought that last 
45 seconds of this song I, yeah. to the whole song. Because when Miley brings agree. it into that octave, it's like, fuck yeah. We're yeah. Doing it. Yeah. Yeah. The other version that I had of this was it's, by the Waylon Jennings, which is a Canadian country yeah. group, three right. females, three females harmonizing this song. It's oh, yeah. beautiful. But it's the opposite of the Miley version where two minutes and 30 seconds into the song, it's the same thing. Right, yeah. So it's it starts off so good. Yeah. And I really like that cover. And I go back and forth between these two. Ultimately, I put the Miley Cyrus on one on for you mostly. But also for RJ. Yes, and also for RJ. So you're making a mix for both of us. I am. We're different. I am. We're different. I know, and I'm trying to bridge the gap. <laughs> See, honestly, I had no issues with the song. Yeah. She could have gone lower. She could have gone higher. I was fine the way that it was. Okay. I have a question for you at the end. Yes. Okay. <laughs> About, remember this. Remember this conversation. <laughs> remember this. Okay. I will try. <laughs> um, all right. So track number three here, we've got American Girl uh, being covered by Frank Turner off of his The Third Three Years album. Um, so American Girls, a rock song uh, by Tom Petty off their self-titled debut album in 1976. Um, it was released as a single. Um, so what's weird about the song is it didn't really chart very well. Um, but despite limited chart success, American Girl became one of Petty's most popular songs. Um, I would say either this song or the last song on this mix is probably the most well-known songs with Tom Petty. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. It's uh, it has been consistently rated as his best song and one of the best rock songs of all time. Mm-hmm. It has been called more than a classic rock standard. It's practically part of the American literary canon at this point. Mm-hmm. It has also been used in several movies and television shows, often during a scene in which a character, much like the protagonist in the song lyrics, is longing for something bigger than their current existence. Um. So the first time that I heard American Girl is in Silence of the Lambs. I remember seeing Silence of the Lambs very young. Um, I loved the movie when I was really young. I was introduced to horror movies when I was like five or six. And I, I remember the, the cover of Silence of the Lambs in the 90s at Blockbuster in Hollywood. It's very particular. Anyways, so this song has a prominent space in Silence of the Lambs. And so I, I've always enjoyed this song despite Tom Petty because it's in like one of my favorite horror thrillers. I don't remember that. It's when um I forgot her name, um but before Buffalo Bob takes her, she's in the car singing to herself. Oh. And then Buffalo Bob takes her in the back of his van. Yeah. Um yeah. Um so I'm assuming all of us have heard this song before. Yes. This is one of those songs. Yeah. It is not one of my favorite Tom Petty songs. Hmm. But is the same to me, which we've talked we talked about this the other day, RJ. This song is equal to me as "Dream On" for Aerosmith. So for, the best song, no, 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 no. ever. <laughs> it's not a Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers song. Yeah, just like "Dream On" is not an Aerosmith song. Where you have to Katie. listen to it and you're like, "Wait, that was Aerosmith?" Yes. And you're like, "Hold on." <laughs> it's so earlier in their careers that it's just a song that they made that became popular to where they don't actually really figure out their sound until their next albums. Yeah. Where like Led Zeppelin's completely different. Like, yeah. I think one is not regarded as like one of their better albums, but they have a very distinct sound, right? Yeah, there's the tons of like hits off that one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, 
And we talked about Frank Turner on one of your other mixes. Yeah. Did we? Oh, yeah. He was on was one of my other mixes. Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, so. he's got so many songs, he's bound to show up again on one of mine. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Just uh, saying. So the third three years is a compilation album by Frank Turner released uh, in 2014. Uh, much like the predecessors, the first three years and the second three years, the album comprises material recorded since the release of the latter of those compilations. None of these recordings have appeared on any of Turner's studio albums and include covers, alternate and live versions of previous release songs, demos, and B-sets. They are so good. Yeah. Some of my favorite Frank Turner albums. I checked this album out on Spotify. I hate the title because yeah. I don't like saying it. The third three years. Third three years, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I think it's cool that he did this. And I'm like not a Frank Turner fan, but it's yeah. cool when an artist does stuff like this. If you got into like a, just a few of his like earlier albums and then listen to these, I think you'd if you liked the first few albums that he put out, yeah. I think you'd appreciate these more. Actually, there's like four or five albums that I think you would like and then going into these you'd be like, "Oh yeah. Yeah. It's just Frank Turner doing his thing." Yeah. Yeah. And RJ loves Frank Turner. Oh, he's fantastic. He just wants to suck him so off. Good. Just hey, put it in your mouth. Hey, can I can I throw <laughs> can I throw this out? I mean, it might be kind of rude. But but, but Devin, it, how many times have I seen Tom Petty live? Um hold on, let me count. Zero. Okay. How many times have I seen Frank Turner? I'm gonna say at least two. Yeah. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He is one of the greatest live performers. Oh, he's fantastic. Yeah. Like, that is his thing. He goes on so, like, he counts the the shows that he's played, like, mm-hmm. show by show. Yeah. And he's played thousands of shows. Like, he, yeah. I think he's up to, like, 2,000 now. Like, he's very prolific touring. He puts on a great show. He always does something interesting, and that's where a lot of these songs on that album come off of. Yeah. So he's always, like, fucking around with music, it seems like. Like there's a lot of covers, right? There's a lot of alternate versions. Uh, there's B sides. Like he produces a lot of music. Yeah. yeah, and I feel like for me on this mix, it goes from I don't care to I'm interested <laughs> to now you've now now I'm listening. Really? Like this is the song that's like Ooh. I'm listening now, even though American Girl, I don't care. Yeah. Okay. I don't care. I thought that you were going to like this. Uh, the original, the Tom Petty. I thought this was going to be... No, I just don't care about the song. I've heard it so many times. It's like... I saw this going a very different... I don't know what... Don't Stop Believing, maybe. It's like, it's one of those songs where it's just like, I don't care at this point. Like, it's just one of those songs that's just there. I knew this was a Tom Petty song. I'm just throwing that out. I sure hope so. (laughs) You know where I heard it first? Uh, Scrubs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, with yeah, uh, yeah. Elliot yeah. doing her right. haircut or something. Oh, know. yeah, that's the end of season two. or That the sounds first, right. It might be the first episode of season three. Um, yeah. Where she gets the bangs. She gets the bangs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she becomes an I think American it's the first girl. Episode of season three. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so the, the cover is good. I mean, he's at least, again, it's an acoustic song that's primarily an acoustic song where someone's just doing an acoustic version of an acoustic song kind of staying in his own range, but not really changing anything. The range. Yes. But there was something different about it. It was like finger style acoustic. Ooh, finger style. (laughs) Yeah. You fingered a little bit. Like tech deck style. (laughs) Popping them fingers. 
I can't tell you how many wasted hours I have on tech decks. Oh my god! <laughs> I found one at a building I was working in the other day. <laughs> no, was, we bought one of those good. like when you were younger, the half pipe thing. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I had the ramp. Yeah, but I was into wrestling, and I had the figures, and they skated on it sometimes. Of course <laughs> they did. You're one of those fucking losers. <laughs> those tactic losers. Um, yeah, but I mean, I I can't say this definitively, but I would rather listen to this song than the Tom Petty version, wow. or the original version, okay. only because I don't care anymore. Okay. Like I've heard I've heard American Girl I don't know how many times. And I'm like, I just don't I don't need it in my ears at this point. Mm. <laughs> That's the one Tom Petty song that I heard, I think first time on Scrubs, and I was like, I knew it was Tom Petty because of his voice. Yeah. But I was like, damn, I haven't heard this Tom Petty and it got me to listen to other stuff by him. Yeah. And it you know, it, American Girl is not a song that he is like defined by necessarily. Like he's very he different. Is. Well, I mean, quite he, a bit, yeah. Radio wise, right. he is, but like yeah. musically, it's not no. his style. Yeah. So, well, it's a simple pop song, and that's what he does best. Honestly, like when he goes too out of the box, he doesn't. He likes doing it, but a lot of people don't like it when he does it. Like Mary Jane's Last Dance, even or um, DJ. Uh, fuck, why can't I think of that song name right now? Um, the last DJ. Uh, even that song is like a lot of people don't care about it. Um, but anyways, huh. um, yeah. So I'm assuming you were just like gobbling this up, RJ. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> this, this wasn't one of my <laughs> favorite songs on here. It was. Um, it wasn't. Wasn't. Ooh, okay. Okay. It, it was. Uh, I would rate it higher. Um, but the thing is, it's. I knew it was Tom Petty. Then I listen to the original because I've heard the original, but I listen to them like side by side, and I literally go, I don't know which one I like better. Mm-hmm. You know, Frank Turner has his own style, Tom Petty has his own style, and it's yeah. kind of, I'm in between. I'm just literally I can't pick which one I like better. Yeah. Um. Of of course you're going to go biased here, so I'm going to go Frank Turner, but right. I like his I like his cover of it. I think it was unique. It was, it was his own way of doing things the way Frank does his covers. I think in the context of Frank Turner's album, it makes more sense. It does, mm-hmm. overall. Yeah. But maybe not as a standalone cover. Yeah. Yeah. But right. like even as Devin said, if you would listen to his whole discography, you'd just be like, that's what Frank Turner does. Yeah. This fits him perfectly. He does like a cover of You Are My Sunshine, and I'm like, fuck. I never cared about that song before. <laughs> Say, I love that song. <laughs> <laughs> then he did that Bad Brains cover for Pay to Come, and yeah. I was like, like I love the Bad Brains song, right? And it's completely different. Like yeah. he does some cool covers, and I think in the context of his uh, third three years album, it makes more sense. But I will say, not one of my favorites that I put on here. But <laughs> I wanted to put some Frank Turner on yeah. there. Uh, weirdly enough, is American Girl is the last track on side two of their debut album. Really? Yeah. So like they finished the album with this song. Did they know that they could have opened the album with this song? I am I reordering. I have this opening, the acoustic version, yes. the Frank Turner one. Yeah, Ooh. I think American Girl to me is like an opening, especially when you're talking about like I'm I'm easing you into Tom Petty. Okay. It's like this. This is just like an easy way for people to be like, okay, this is what we're doing Ooh. here. We're doing Tom Petty. Okay, right. That would be an interesting mix, like the hit. Mm-hmm. 
then not so much the hit and then like the deep cut at the end. Right, because you actually have a right in context of RJ. Like in tux- context of RJ, you have opening with the Gaslight Anthem on a song that he thought was a Gaslight Anthem song. Yeah. Right? So it's like you're comfortable. Like you're like, yeah, I know yes. what I'm getting into. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> like this is familiar. Like, I know all this. I'm <laughs> taking my pants off. I'll stay. <laughs> I'll take my shirt off. All right. I, I, I don't know if you want to go into reordering mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Thus far, I think it's a great middle song. Okay. Okay. So because one, two, you, and three. You were kind like... of, you know, in a perfect the way it is. Because you had Miley kind of slows it down because she's just kind of, you know, doing her thing. Okay. Then I hit this and I feel like it's a little more. It's what we wished Miley would have done. Kind of sang more. Because Frank Turner kind of, like, he tried to oh, hit that. I think the... the next song is what I wish Miley would have done. <laughs> I agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like it's a good middle before the fourth track. Yeah. I feel like the first three songs, they have the same tempo. Mm-hmm. Like they all are moving, even though it's like a tuned down, a little bit acoustic song. Like it still feels at the same tempo as the first two to me for some reason. Yeah, yeah. I, there's no, there's no reason for that. It's, it's just no, it, it's honestly Frank Turner's voice. Uh, it's not like energetic or anything, but the first mm-hmm. two aren't necessarily exactly, energetic. Yeah, yeah. But his voice is very full, and I think a little bit of like the you know the fingering of the guitar. Like, fills it in a little bit more, too. Yeah. It has a little bit more energy to it than just a normal, like, slow acoustic song. Right. Yeah. All right. So, track number four, we've got It'll All Work Out uh, being covered by Phoebe Bridgers off of uh, the Stranger in the Alps album of hers. Um, I believe this is also off of the Deluxe Digital reissue, um, track number 12 on there. Um, So, I believe that there's two tracks. There's a demo, and this song is on the Deluxe Digital reissue. Um, so this, it all work out as off of the, let me up. I've had enough, um, album. It's the seventh album from Tom Petty, the heartbreakers released in 1987. Uh, it features the most songwriting collaborations between Petty and the lead guitarist, Mike Campbell out of any of the Petty albums. Um, the heartbreakers approach when starting to work on this album in 86 was to make it sound like a live recording. This technique was uh, in marked contrast with the heavy studio production on the band's previous album, Southern Accents, and was influenced by touring as Bob Dylan's backing band. Hmm. So I would say, from being a Tom Petty, this is like the most obscure Tom Petty song okay. that's on this mix. I had not heard it before. Yeah, it's this album is not super well regarded at all, um, because when we get to the next song, it's... He, Tom Petty's off to doing his own thing, and so he's still working with the Heartbreakers, but is also doing his own thing. Okay. Side uh, project, kind of. Yeah, during the late '80s into the '90s, that's kind of like what's happening with them. Um, and yeah, so Phoebe Bridgers, I think we talked about her um, on the. Uh, I think you mentioned her on the. Uh, yeah, the same the one with the Frank Turner. So yes. I put the Julian Baker song right, on Julian there. Baker, oh, that's yeah. Right. yeah. Um, but she's an American indie musician from LA best known for her work as a solo song singer songwriter. Uh, she is also known for, uh, musical collaborations, uh, with boy genius with Julian Baker. And, um, so Bridger's career came to light when she met American singer songwriter, Ryan Adams through mutual collaborator, Harrison Whitford. The two began a romantic relationship (laughs) as Adams produced her major label debut, Seven Inch Killer, and released it on his record label, Pax Am. 
or Pax AM. Don't know. Uh, Bridgers would eventually write the song Motion Sickness about their breakup. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and stuff recently came out about Ryan Adams abusing Phoebe Bridgers in this like relationship and yeah. stuff. There's all kinds of stuff with that, apparently. <laughs> yeah. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. All right. There's the uh, Ryan Adams connection. <laughs> it's like six degrees of Kevin yeah. Bacon. Stranger <laughs> uh, in the Alps is the debut album from her. It was released in 2017. Um, yeah, it's a, the track, two minutes and 46 seconds. Um, to me, this is the standout track of this mix. This is the, fuck yeah, I've never heard this cover before. You're doing something different to an obscure Tom Petty song. And this is Mike at... Full max. Yeah. <laughs> All the way up. I love this song. I think the song, I can listen to the song over and over again. Mm-hmm. I think it is fantastic. You're doing everything that I need from a cover. Yeah. Is in this song. And I don't know any of her other stuff. I started listening to her album. Ooh, you don't? Today? No, today <gasps> I just started listening to the album. And I'm like, okay, like I'm getting into it. She's doing something very yeah. particular on this song that I absolutely love. Yeah, I'm excited for you to get into Phoebe Bridgers. Yeah. I love her stuff. Yeah, RJ actually found her for me. Like I listened to Julian Baker first, and then I think it came on like autoplay or something. Yeah, and he told me about her, and then I found out about Boy Genius, which is like a super group of these three yeah. female musicians. Yeah, I love her stuff. This one's good. Okay, so side note: How many times have I seen Phoebe Bridgers, Devin? Mm. Well, once, twice, once, once. How many times have I seen Tom Petty? Let me count again. <laughs> Don't forget to carry this time. How many times have you seen Blink? Blink, two. So you've seen Blink as many times as Frank Turner? Mm-hmm. How many times have you seen Against Me? Oh, like three, four. Three or four, <laughs> yeah. It's just a matter of circumstance. Yeah, it's just, just, <laughs> it's yeah. just numbers. There's no rhyme or reason. So this song... Uh, yeah. I listened to the original, didn't know it was Tom Petty. We'll do that again. Um, <laughs> Which is, I can understand that. Yeah, one of those yeah. sides. This, is, this deeper, is a deep cut. Yeah. 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 So, of course, I thought this was her song. Listen to it. It's her style. Going into this, every song I think I've heard on here it fits the person perfectly. It's like yeah, Frank yeah, Turner yeah. has his version. Miley Cyrus has her like little you know live performance thing. I feel like every single song fits whatever they're doing. Some of them I do like Tom Petty better. Some of them I like their cover better. This one I couldn't decide. I listen to Tom Petty's and I'm like, I see what he's doing there too. But I I, I like them both. I like them okay. both, and it was hard for me to see, pick which one's wow. better. All right. Oh. So the Gaslight Anthem, they he does do just. Um, what's Tom Petty, Petty wins that, that the first yeah, song. Yeah, but like he can do just acoustic songs. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And he has done them before. Yeah. Right? Um, Miley does pop and hip hop songs. Yes. Right? As well as some country songs. It's like, so those two, I'm like, when you say that they're doing it in, are you saying it that they're doing it in like a comfortable style for them? Because I, don't, I would say that for Gaslight, I yeah. do agree. Yeah. Miley Cyrus is. I think this is her. I think it's just her quick cover of a Tom Petty song. But she's yeah. done the country thing. That's yes, what I think I'm referring to. I agree to. with that too. Like, it's because I just don't like the country side of her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But I, I no, I agree with what you're saying. Like each of the songs, which it was kind of the point of me picking these artists, is you're familiar with them. Mike's familiar with them for the most part. Yeah. So we have some basis for both parts of it. You know, because you'd have some basis for the artists, and he has some basis for Tom Petty. Like even with a, I agree with that. But you think of like Miley Cyrus, I can even picture her in my head going like, don't break my heart. My I can hear her covering that song with that don't slower. It. Don't ever need cover that. that song. <laughs> I'm, don't ever need it. <laughs> I'd love but to hear that. I can hear her voice and her tone on that country draw. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the, the tone. And I was like, it fits perfectly. She has a natural song. country accent. I mean, she's. I and I was like, it's from, perfect. Like literally just, you know. She lived in Tennessee for a long time. Yeah, that might be it. Her dad's from Kentucky. But that sounds right. Yeah, one of those. Mike, you're the only ten I see. Yeah, sweet. The song is fantastic. I love the song. Oh yes, so I think good. it's so fucking good. I think it's easily the best song for me on this mix. I wish more people would do this with covers. Yeah, it's hard to find a good cover like this where they they really put everything into it. Yeah, like a lot of production went into this one. Well, it's let alone this song. Yeah, like, there is not covers of this song that are like readily available. Oh, there's no other cover of this yeah. one that I could find. Right. right. I hadn't heard the song before and I couldn't find yeah, this was the only one of that type, but I had to put it on there. Yeah. So. She does a great job though. She does. Yeah, yeah. All right, so rounding out the mix here, we've got Free Fallen, uh being performed by John Mayer off of Where the Light Is. Uh, it's a live in LA at the Nokia Theater album. Um, so Free Fallen is the opening track from Tom Petty's debut solo album, Full Moon Fever, Fever from 1989. Uh, the song was written by Petty and his writing partner for the album, Jeff Lynn, and features Lynn on backing vocals and bass guitar. Uh, the duo wrote and recorded the single in two days, making it the first completed uh, song for Full Moon Fever. Um, if you're not familiar with Jeff Lynn, uh, he's originally from ELO, and then he was uh, in the Traveling Woolberries. Huh. Uh, he normally has like an afro and glasses, and then it's just kind of like in the background. Um, but yeah, he's Does he play keyboards. Uh, no. Was there other instruments in ELO? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> ELO is one of those bands that like I've I've taken a deep dive once on, and you're like. Where? When was this music made? Yeah, <laughs> space. Yeah, is this from the future? Yeah, yeah. It's like the beginning of Star Wars, and they're like, "Long time ago, yeah. galaxy far, far away." But you're like, "So obviously in the future, right?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's you. I remember I was so mad uh, when I forget it was off of what um, movie soundtrack I was listening to, but fucking. Guardians of the Galaxy ruined two songs for me. Mm. Um, the Cat I Stevens. This yes, which is <laughs> he's covering an older song. And Ooh. I love that Cat Stevens cover. It's fucking great. And they fucking ruined it for Guardians of the Galaxy. For Even though I love Guardians of the Galaxy, it's just everyone was like, Ooga Chaka, Ooga Chaka. Wait, that's Cat that. Stevens? Yeah. No shit. Yeah, it's fucking great. Oh. Yeah. Which I would love to take a dive on Cat Stevens. I don't know his other name that he goes by. Yusuf Islam. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but also with Mr. Brightside, like I remember I loved Mr. Brightside when I was like a teenager. And then through high school, I was like, fuck, ELO is great. They're kind of like Mott the Hoople to me. Where like Mott the Hoople is like this weird David Bowie yeah. 
band that's not David Bowie, but they're like David Bowie. Yeah. Um, and but like I loved Mr. Brightside and fucking Guardians of the Galaxy again was like we're gonna put Mr. Brightside in the song and everyone's gonna sing Mr. Brightside everywhere and I was like fuck you, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Mr. Brightside anymore. Ruins it. Yeah, I hate that. Yeah, that was an interesting mix. The Guardians of the Galaxy one. Yeah, like, I felt like they could have done better with it. Yeah, I love that movie though. Yeah, it's yeah. good. Uh, but yeah, Free Fallen is one of uh, Tom Petty's most famous tracks. Um, Petty explained in an interview with Billboard magazine that he and Jeff Lynne were sitting around trying to come up with a song. Uh, Lynne got him to say Free Fallen. Uh, the next day, they went and recorded the song. He didn't write it about any person, but instead what he saw on the frequent drives along Ventura Boulevard. Sick. Yeah, yeah there was another interview <laughs> that I saw where he was talking about like how he was just playing these like random chords on guitar. Tom yeah. Petty was. Right. And he was singing just random lyrics like, she's a good girl, <laughs> loves her mama. Yeah. And then he was making Jeff Lynne laugh, so he was just he kept going with yeah. it. Yeah. It's like, it's a like joke love song. Jesus, yeah. fucking horses yeah. and shit. <laughs> Crazy about Elvis. Yeah. <laughs> like just started adding all this shit and then the free falling part came and they're like, okay, no, this is catchy. Yeah. But yeah, it's, uh, I thought it was a lot deeper than, uh, no, this know. is literally a song about getting high and writing a song while high. <laughs> Sounds about right. You know, yeah. it's like, cause I'm free. Like the, the, the verses fucking have nothing stoned. to do with him just being like, I'm fucking high. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So we've got John Clayton mayor. <laughs> like Clayton? Yeah. Clayton. Right. I think less of them. <laughs> uh, he's an American singer, songwriter, guitarist, record producer, born in Connecticut. Mayor attended, uh, Berkeley college of music in Boston. Uh, Different Berkeley College. Yeah. Um, Not Berkeley, California. No. Um, but disenrolled and moved to Atlanta in 1997 with Clay Cook. Um, started uh, a band called the Lo-Fi Master. Masters didn't go anywhere. And then um, his following two full-length albums, Room for Squares in 20, 2001 and Heavier Things in 2003, did well commercially, achieving multiple platinum statuses. In 2003, he won the Grammy Award for the Best Male Pop Vocal Performance for the single, Your Body is a Wonderland. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Where the Light Is, uh, John Mayer Live in L.A., commonly referred to as Where the Light Is, is a live album and concert film by uh, the blues musician John Mayer, uh, released in 2008. Um, so, yeah. RJ, are you a John Mayer fan? It's, it's you can say no. Weird... It's fine. You can't say no. <laughs> you can't say no, and you can't say no. <laughs> Here's the better question. Do you care? Okay. <laughs> Prior to Devin playing him all the time, it was one of those you hear the songs and I got tired of them. They were the stupid songs on the radio and I was yeah. so fed up with them. I guess this could be the artist that I'd listen to because like after hearing the popular ones. But then Devin's like, no, 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 this is the greatest artist of all No, bro, time. you don't get this it. This is the greatest don't. artist of all Don't get it. And I started listening to it and I'm like, he's a talented musician. Yeah. Like it's more than just like, but you know. But do you care? This is... <laughs> This is one of my favorite songs on the mix. Oh! No, I asked, do you care about John Mayer? <laughs> That's my question. So, so You deflected. I don't want you to deflect. <laughs> do I care about him like personally? Like, Is he taking his vitamins right now? No. 
Okay. He might so be. No. <laughs> so no, you don't care about it. He seems pretty healthy. All right. So you don't care about John Mayer. You've heard Free Fallen before. You know it's a Tom Petty's. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you like Free Fallen as a song? Uh, yeah. Okay. So you don't really care about Free Fallen as a song. I don't care about the song. song. You don't really care about John Mayer. Mm-hmm. Right. Do you like live recordings of songs? I do. Ooh, that's a big one. So that's what got it's you. big prerequisite. That's yeah. what got you. Okay. I mean, yeah. that's the Miley Cyrus one also, right? Yeah, but that's like well Miley Cyrus also scored yeah, the same this score is as this. is a dude on a stage live in front concert. of thousands of people, mm-hmm. you know. This is the Mark, Tom, and Travis show where there's like <laughs> boobies. Yeah. yeah. Have you heard okay. that? I'm Travis. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say much. Like, I don't want to be in the band. <laughs> I'm just going to play my drums and get high. I will say, as far as musicians' careers go, John Mayer, Tom Petty, Your Body is a Wonderland Thanks. is his free fallen. Like, that's the one that you hear on the radio. But that's like, about Winona. Your Body is a Wonderland? Yeah, he literally wrote that about Winona Ryder. Wait, it's <laughs> even better. Or, or did he write it about Taylor Swift? Taylor or Swift? Jennifer no, Aniston. Taylor Swift. Do you know how old she was back then? Uh, <laughs> I hope not write about Taylor Swift. She's like oh. 10. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Off the record. So <laughs> one day you'll know. <laughs> it's for, for you in the future. No, that song's written about Winona. That was after, I believe he wrote it after their breakup or while they were dating. So what I'm saying is like it's, it's a song that's like like you're you're saying free falling is like I would say it's the it's a crash into me. Okay, this is uh, no because crash into me like that's of your is body is a crash? wonderland. Is it just crash? Uh, I think it's crash in parentheses into me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But your body is a wonderland is. A very palatable song for a specific group of people. Okay, then it's free it's- falling. When that comes on the radio, white people are like, Fuck <laughs> yeah, this is Tom Petty. This but is everything that Tom Petty is. No, and no, that's no, what no, people no. hear it, no, no, when no, they no. hear hold Your on, Body is a Wonderland by John. You got to understand, Free Falling came out in 1989. Okay. Rock music into the early 90s was not Tom Petty. Yeah. Right? So you had a lot of people who missed 70s classic rock. Yeah. And then we're getting it refed into them through Tom Petty. That's the only reason why that song is classic, or people like it, is because it's nostalgic for the time for 15 years previous. Because during in the in the early 90s, like what do you have? You you still have Guns N' Roses that are fucking pumping out jams. Yeah, yeah. you're on the verge of Pearl Jam and Nirvana. Like you're on the verge of like rock music completely changing. Yes, and this is a nostalgic piece of music past hair metal bands. Right? I guess what I'm saying is for our generation, the way we view you might not be able to see it, but the way we view Free Fallen is our generation sees that. Like our generation sees Journey, and we see Don't Stop Believing. We don't know the rest of it if we're not Journey fans. Eagles Hotel yes, California. Hotel California. I understand what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. This is the uh, prominent single that most people know of the person. I don't think yeah. it's a representation of the person. I don't think it is yes. either. Okay. Just as Your Body is a Wonderland is not a representation of John Mayer. Yes. But I don't know if you can put John Mayer in a box. You can't. <laughs> you can't. Yeah. But you Just can't like, with Tom Petty either. No, I could put him in a box. I he think Tom Petty's American shorter. Pop songs. He does. And John Mayer's taller. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta Mayor's have got a the big box. Bigger box. Mayor's yeah. got the tats. 
Yeah. And he plays Fenders. No, he plays PRS now. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Silver Sky. Look if you stay up. here long enough, Devin will play something by him. You'll see the demo videos at Guitar Center. <laughs> yeah. For, so, okay. John Mayer is equal to me then as Tom Petty to where I've spent the majority of my life not caring. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm trying to say. Okay. Yeah. Yes. And I want you and to care. I doubt I will ever watch a documentary that will make me care. You don't need a documentary. You just need <laughs> That's what I need. this no. album. In order you for me to where love the light those is. things, I need pictures. You need to <laughs> watch Where the Light Is, the DVD version, the live <laughs> concert version. Oh, wait, hold on. So I asked RJ, yes. do you care about John Mayer? He said no. Yeah. Do you care about Free Fall? And he said no. Yep. Does he like live recordings? Yes. He said yes. I hate live music. Tell me which ones you hate. All of it. Oh, which I don't one? like any live music. I okay. don't like seeing live music, and I don't like hearing live music. Because the Dustin Kensrue was all live. Dustin Kensrue's all that live. That was a beautiful album. Yep. But that's only, a good, that's only an acoustic guitar and a voice. One so, third okay, of this so, is only acoustic guitar and voice. Mm, this song is only acoustic mm, guitar and voice. I hear the crowd. Uh, okay. Hear so is crowd. that what takes you out of it? Yes. Really? 100%. Frampton Comes Alive. You ever listen to that album? I don't like it. You don't like it, but you like his... <laughs> pre-recorded stuff i don't like any frampton (laughs) you don't like any frampton (laughs) okay we got problems i don't like so you talk about tiny desk concerts yeah i haven't watched one i don't know if i'll ever like no that's fine you'll you'll be able to get through that that's different enough it's like it's alternate versions of their songs see the miley the wildflowers cover on this it's if you it's don't like tell that. someone that it's a live performance, they don't know. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's more like that. It's alternate versions of that band song, yeah. sometimes covers. If T-Pain I... did a fucking <laughs> Tiny Desk concert that it's is awesome. worth watching. Yeah. He did. He did. It's crazy. I fucking hate T-Pain. I don't give a shit about him. But that I, Tiny Desk concert was I great. can't think of a single live recording that I enjoy. Okay. Like, even the Beatles are my favorite band. And they have uh, live recordings of their stuff, and I can give a shit about it. I know I don't what you care. mean. Unless oh. there's some BBC inside the studio recordings, which are fine. <sighs> yeah. <but laughs> See, so you like live in the studio. You don't like live concert recordings, which I understand if you yeah. don't. Like, there's certain recordings. Like, I don't like live recordings by every band. I don't want to hear a Gaslight Live album. Um, some singer-songwriters I like live albums of. I might feel completely different about this song if it was just Johnny M in a studio with an acoustic guitar mm. just jamming away by oh, on yeah. its own. I might feel completely different about the song, but the fact that I hear crowd yeah. and I hear a lot of reverb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does change it a lot. It yeah. does for me. No, no, no. I know that I'm weird. I know that I'm... The Oreos dipping in water outlier uh, yeah. when it comes. Because most people enjoy live music. They enjoy seeing live music. They enjoy hearing live music. And I can give a fuck. I get where you're coming from, yeah. though. Because a lot of, like, I've seen so many bands where I'm like, you're just playing the song. I don't care. <laughs> I can go home. I can go home. I don't need to be around all these people. Like, I so, get it. There, there are a lot of the live performances. And it's not as good quality. Because they can edit it and stuff like that. Yeah. And it, that puts me off. I'm like, that sounds terrible. Um, I remember being younger, and I listened to this one recording, and I'm like, I never want to see a live band. This sounds terrible. Yeah. 
and I showed it to Devin, and Devin's like, no, the, the Green Day's trying to sound like that. Like, it doesn't sound that bad. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, you American idiot. No, this is, this is like, this is Nimrod time, right? So I was just literally like, all right, bands don't sound that bad. And then, like, I started seeing concerts, but then I realized it's not the same. You know, they don't, they can't edit it and mix it and everything yeah. like that. But there is a special, such as like John Mayer, where he adds to the song. Like the live album. Yeah, He's yeah, like, here's your song and you always, can alter it. Anything that I've heard from John Mayer, and it's the reason why I will always give him credit over like Dave Matthews, is that like it anything that I've heard from John Mayer, you you can he- not hear John Mayer, you can feel John Mayer. Yes. Like he's, he has yes. a way of singing that's like it's similar to like a Connor Oberist. I know that they're completely different, but like you feel Connor Oberist in the songs that he sings yeah, based yeah, off yeah. of his voice, right? Yeah. And like John Mayer, like you feel like he's doing something. Yeah. You know? I don't know what Gravity. it is, but he you feel it. Yeah. You know? Oh, in his guitar playing too. I was yeah. listening to live recordings from I think two thousand four from a long time ago of him playing and then whenever this was made, 2008, yeah, there's such a big difference. Like he feels like you can't write down the way he plays guitar. Yeah, you can't transcribe that. It's right. something that you feel completely on this album, not necessarily this song. Yeah. Well, I mean, like he's the last great American. Yeah, huge guitar player. Like there's some arguments oh, yeah. as to Gary Clark Jr. Right? He's fine. Right, but like he's the last giant just like how dave Grohl is maybe the last real rock star yeah that's like out there he's like the last great american guitar player that's like a huge like a Jimi hendrix like giant a jimmy page giant yeah you know he's amazing at guitar yeah what was the song you showed me neon Neon is amazing. So I literally was yeah. playing this song at work, and one of my coworkers was just like, "This like, is kind of cool." So I was like, "Check out this song." So he listens to it, and I, I play the Neon song, and he's like, "I think I just became a fan." He's like, "This is oh, cr-. he's like he's playing and he's singing, and it's like so intricate." And he goes into the song, and I'm like, "So yes, he, he does plays guitar and he and he can talk." And I was like, "Yes, he does this all live." So the album Where the Light Is is kind of a three-part live album. It's a three-part concert. It's like You're two and a half hours down. long. <laughs> We're going into it. The first so it's part. A, it's a live concert. First, third. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's a rock opera. See, now you got me back in. <laughs> like American the, Idiot. The first third of it is, uh, is acoustic songs of John Mayer songs. The second third... Ooh, I'm interested. Second third is the John Mayer Trio playing the John Mayer Trio songs, which I think includes one blues standard on this one, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. I might be wrong. And also some John Mayer songs as the John Mayer Trio with Steve Jordan, Pino Palladino, and John Mayer. Just those three guys playing full band John Mayer songs. The third third of it, the last part, is what Free Fallen comes off of, and it's the full band coming in to play John Mayer songs. Every song on the album has an improvised part either in the middle of it as like a solo or a bridge or a second bridge. It has a different intro to the songs that somehow seamlessly fade into the songs, like yeah. what RJ's talking about with Neon, or there's something different about the entire song itself, mm-hmm. like the John Mayer trio stuff. So it's a really good mix of what he does in general, 
And it's like, it's what got me into him as a whole. And then I can listen to his other albums and understand like, oh, this guy's amazing at what he does. Songwriting, lyric writing, writing pop music, writing blues songs, and playing guitar. Like, And he he can talk while playing. And he can talk (laughs) and play. Yeah. Uh, I just realized there is a song that I absolutely love that is a live recording that you can only find as a live recording. Uh, it's a Nutrimilk Hotel song called Little Birds. So oh. if you have at least one. That's out at there. a concert? Yeah, it's at a really small show. There's probably, if I had to guess, like 15 people in the audience at that show. Is it good quality audio? No, it's bad quality. Oh, okay. But it Jeff Magnum, it fits. Like, you don't necessarily want a very crisp audio recording of that yeah. dude singing it's like daniel johnston yeah just want it on like a tape recorder right yeah 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 um yeah so i mean you end the mix on the song to end the mix yeah sorry it's very passionate about this one <laughs> <laughs> i mean it makes sense to end yeah. the mix on free fallen um I Free Fallen is the song that i can't stand yeah. um it's a song that i will never like um, I just don't like the song Free Fallen. It's what kept me from Tom Petty. And I maybe hold that against the song for so long. And also just the people that love the song. It's like, who? just think about the dude or the gal who loves Free Fallen. That's it's what like, I'm trying to say. I don't want anything to do with those people. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, like, I'm not a Free Fallen fan. Yeah. And then I don't care about John Mayer. And I don't care about live recordings. Yeah. So this song... It's none of the marks. <laughs> <laughs> this song does more for me, though, than the first song. Wow. Okay. Yes. Because cool. at least he's doing something different. Yes. That I will give to him. All right. <laughs> I concur with that. Yeah. All right. Um... Yeah, do you have any thoughts before we get into our, our uh, recaps and ratings here? Um, with this song in general, um, I feel like it was a great ending just because the way that he's like, all right, I'll see you guys later, just kind of is an ending to the mix. That was kind of a bonus, and I did like that as well. Do you guys think he sounded British? John Mayer? Yeah, I swear. Every time I hear, I would hear him say, "See you later." Like it sounded like he was like doing a British accent. I'm like, "What are you doing?" Do you think he's, <laughs> he's like, "I'm gonna try something yeah. new." <laughs> Next, Do you is think he's undercover? <laughs> you think he's like a James Bond type? <laughs> it made me rethink. Be like, Tom Harris not British, right? <laughs> it's like when you find out Christian Bale's yeah, Australian. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Wait, Batman? Yeah, Batman's from Australia, mate. <laughs> from down under. <laughs> Um, all right. So like I teed up in the beginning, I created a new rating yes. system that I would like to implement. We'll go over the weightings. Okay. Okay. We've got some weights. Okay. We'll figure out if this is appropriate, but I would like to implement a rating system into the podcast. Okay. Okay. Because I really had to do a rubric of sorts. Yes. For us to use. A rubri. A rubri. <laughs> yes. Because I, I was sent the mix and I was like, mad. Right. Yeah. And then I listen to the mix. I'm like, I'm more mad. <laughs> yeah. Right. And then instead of being like, I'm going to give you a zero, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, let me actually create a scoring system so that it's not just a biased person being like, I don't like these songs. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. Interesting. Did I tell you how I rate them? I think I kind of. Per song. Yeah. Per song. Yeah. I kind of touched bases with it last time. 
Um, I, I give it a point nine per per song. Mm-hmm. So we do point three, point three, point three, point three. Does it fit the title? Does Wait, it fit the what order? Say? Okay, no, no, I got it, I got it. <laughs> so point three. Does it fit the song or the the title of the mixtape? Does uh-huh. it fit the the order? And do I like it? And then the final point five at the very end, I rate the whole thing. Okay, I did not so know it, that. That's the way okay. that I, I I rate my things. All right, so this is what hmm. I developed. Okay. okay. Each song gets up to a point five. Oh, this, okay. Okay. So okay. every song, if you, if you gave every song a point five, you have up to two point five points out of five. Yeah. If you love all the songs. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I have this is my weighting system, right? So all the songs together can be perfect at a two point five. The name I'm giving you up to a full point. Okay. Because that's how important I think the name is to the mixes. Like when I think of the names that we've developed so far in the mixes, like with your Taylor Swift one, like if I'm thinking about rating it in this point system, I'm, like, I'm giving you a full point okay. yeah. because that's such an intricate name yeah. for a mix, right? Okay. That is what changed my rating on that one, I think. Mm-hmm. On one of them, yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And then uh, the next one that I'm – I think that these next two, in my mind, can be interchangeable a little bit, but this is how I'm, w- I'm weighting them right now. Uh, the order of the songs, I'm giving you up until a full point. Okay. And the theme of the mix, I'm giving you up until a point five. Ooh, okay. So you can have 2.5 of the songs by themselves. Yeah. And a 2.5, if it's perfect. Yeah. Of, Which are unbiased. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's like the name of it, the theme of it, and the order of the yeah. songs. Okay. I like that. So. Right. Yeah. That's too many numbers. <laughs> 2.5 <laughs> out of 5. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So for me, if I'm thinking of like the name of the mix, I think the name is really good. It's brilliant. Sick. Yes. It's a great name. All right. right? I was so stoked about that's that. That's giving you points. Okay. Right. In my rating system, cool. that's giving you points. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is happy, Mike. Yes. You're, like, you're at one. That's more than you were at originally. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I'm giving you points for that. Okay. Okay. When I look at the order of the songs. Okay. Honestly, I think it's fine. I would just personally put American Girl at number one. Okay. And then put all the other songs in the order that they're at. Okay. Um, but I think the order of the songs are fine. Like it's enough that I would probably give you like a point four. Okay, of the order of the songs out of oh sorry a point point eight. eight out of one out of one. Okay, because I think they're just they're fine. Okay, there. okay. And then the theme, I would give you a point five. I would give you a full. <laughs> all right, right. Yeah, I mean they're all Tom Petty songs. Yeah, well you're doing yeah, the yeah. theme. You're doing okay. the thing that relates yeah. to the title. Yeah. Right? And it all makes sense. Okay. Okay. And so because of that, you went from like really low <laughs> <laughs> to this is in this rating system, you get up now to a 2.9. Okay. okay. So you were <laughs> you were at like a 1.5 for me. Oh, okay. okay. So in the rating system. Okay. When I have to actually, this is how. So I will. Okay. <laughs> no, so I get it. I, I move you up to a two point nine, which is <laughs> okay. means that your your mix is better than fifty percent. Yes. Okay. That's how I got through high school. But <laughs> before I was like, 
No. (laughs) (laughs) You're getting like a 1 or 1.5, maybe. Okay. And the reason is, is because they're, I made a, I made a, a mix, RJ, <laughs> and it's called Fuck Devin. <laughs> <laughs> and the awesome. mix is so these excited. same songs covered by different people Ooh. in a different order. Oh, <laughs> okay. Wait, are we gonna? Are you gonna do that as a week, or are you no, just gonna? No, like, no, no. I just made it for myself. Okay. You don't get to see it. Just <laughs> <laughs> to make yourself feel better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's awesome. Just literally sitting there, being like, "Fuck you, dude. Fuck you." Dude. <laughs> yeah. The Johnny Cash Southern accents on there. No, I chose your same exact songs. Okay. So I just I was just like, okay, because I would pick different songs. Okay. Right. Trampled by Turtles for yeah, Exactly. Okay. For the Wildflowers. Right. But so I picked the same songs. Here's the thing. I left in the Phoebe Bridger song because I like it so much. I think it's cool. Really <laughs> All right, we got one but out of five. I have Stevie Nicks covering Free Fallen. Oh. Oh yeah. All right. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm intrigued with that. I'd one. have to I am hear intrigued. it. No, but you don't get to see it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna... did you buy all the rights to Stevie Nicks songs? That's pretty expensive. <laughs> so you can understand why I had to develop a point system. Yeah. For this. Yeah. Because I was going out of my way to make a new playlist <laughs> that I didn't need to make. <laughs> Hold on. What did you give that playlist? Uh, that one's probably like a three point five. So maybe three point eight. Realistically, yeah. I got two point nine out of three point five. Oh yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. That's because your title's strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The order of the songs is pretty decent, mm-hmm. and the theme fits really well. And I like it. I like more than half the song, so more than fifty percent of the mix. I think is great. Okay, right. American Girl. Who covered that on yours? Uh, I have to look at it. Uh, yeah. Okay. RJ, do you do you? Agree with what I'm saying here. How do you feel towards my weighting system? That's kind of what you're doing, but it just in a different ratio, yes. a different weight. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So literally, like each song I write, does it fit the theme? Do I? Does it fit the order? And do I like it? And then I do an overall point five rating system of the whole mix. Yeah. So yours is just a third of do you like it instead of his is fifty percent. Yeah. And I'm looking at the like songs, it. being like, do I like the song? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my so that, that's up point to a point five is do I like the song? Yeah, so like the Gaslight Anthem song got like point one, which it's up to point five. Yeah, right. So it's like you're gonna get a point because it's like you have yeah. to put like Blink song, like a live Blink recording. Does Blink have like a live? The Mark Thomas got a whole show. live album. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. Where they yeah. have the in between tracks? Do they have talking. a live? album covering Beatles songs <laughs> that would be a zero <laughs> I don't think you they get have negative so obscure. <laughs> I don't think they have that the, I will search the Green Day tribute to yeah. Elliot Smith <laughs> yeah yeah uh, so yeah that was my rating system do you want me to go each song or do you want me just to tell I you do want to know yeah I want to know each song I want just yeah, just actually do it or just <laughs> all right just, so yet again just breaking this down okay does it fit the theme does it fit the order? Do I like it? And then an overall rating of the hold mix. All right. Okay. So the Gaslight song, I gave a 0.72. Okay. Um, the Miley Cyrus, I gave a 0.9. Fuck 
Frank Turner. Point I gave, nine? I told you it was a really You're good song. High. You're so okay. high right now. I see it in your eyes. Hold this. You're high as a kite. What are you on, brother? The song, yeah, it was like not a, like a rating of, is it a good cover by Tom Petty? They're songs of covers. So he, it could have been a ska version of Tom Petty. And, and you would give is, it a .9? No, that would have been a different rating, but it, it's an overall... Like, did they do a good cover of it, so got, or is it a good cover by yeah. them? It fit the theme. So it fit three. the theme. Point three, easy. Point three, three. Just, three. Just Does it do fit the, like the, the order? Point three. Point that's six, a point six, six, six right six, there. Six. Yeah. And then, do I like the song? Yes. Point three. That's a point nine. That's an well, easy point nine. Wait, so I can only get point nine out of one. Yeah, and then the point, <laughs> then, then the point yeah. one is the point ten percent is at the end. So that that's a perfect rating. Okay. Man, you're. But okay, that one's a surprise because honestly, I put that one on for Mike mostly. Yeah. Uh, The other one, Waylon Jennings, I hadn't heard of before. It's a really good song, "Trampled by Turtles." But my son's name is Waylon. I know, (laughs) and I thought about that too. But then I saw the Miley Cyrus one at the last minute and threw it in there. That was the last one that I put in there. But I'm surprised that you like that one. And my favorite one is the Trampled by because Turtles version. I have yeah. nothing against her. Her Southern draw. It's fine. Yeah. I like it. I enjoy it. You throw that album on all full of those country songs, I'd okay, be like, let's I don't move mind on. This. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> See, but it, it's the thing is, does it fit the mix? It does. Does yeah. it fit the the order? I was happy so with it being a second So you're giving the song. Frank Turner song a point nine as well? The Frank Turner? Uh, no. Mm, what? I like this song better. All right. You gotta okay. you gotta look at it. You, the he way knows th- Frank Turner more, and <laughs> I understand that rating as a Frank Turner fan. So he, it, but it's you're the giving more system. points to Wildflowers than the Frank Turner song. Did I like the song versus do I like the artist? There's different rating. Ooh, okay, real quick, <sighs> man, you are complicated. You're for, one complicated man. <laughs> for uh, the Tom Petty songs, Wildflowers versus American Girl, which one do you like more? The covers or the actual the songs? original? So the American songs? Girl. That's right. American, American Girl, Girl or Wildflowers? Wildflowers. Wildflowers. Um, I gave Miley Cyrus the better one. Um, yeah. But like, uh, but the Tom Petty originals. Yeah. You don't which, need to give it a rating, but like Tom Petty's what would you, Wildflowers what do you versus Tom Petty's American Girl. Just thinking about it in your head. You're like. I don't know the Wildflowers, so I probably wouldn't pick that one. Yeah. I'd probably okay. pick American Girl mm, because I've heard that one. It's the one I could tap my feet to. Right. You snap your fingers. See, this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> the... the uh, Tom Petty songs that you can snap along to <laughs> on the backbeat. All right, what'd you give Frank Turner? Uh, Frank Turner, I gave a point eight five. Okay, oh. it's pretty close. Point oh five. Point three. Point three. Point two five. Was it better than Miley Cyrus? I like Frank Turner, but I like Miley Cyrus's version better. Wow. Are you going to get into Miley Cyrus after this? Right, I mean, Bridgers, I have nothing against Phoebe her. Bridgers. Let's move on. Let's move. Uh, <laughs> Phoebe Bridgers, I gave a point eight. Um, point three. Point three. Point two. Okay. And then John Mayer, I gave a point three, point three, point three. Oh, okay. so you get that a point nine. So your lowest rating song is the Gaslight Anthem song. I don't know. Uh, yeah, but you still gave it. It fits the the scheme of the rating. <laughs> I'm not going to like like as as Mike you went. You're going from okay. I have a previous thing with Tom Petty. I have we nothing need to against take Tom some Petty. Time. And make this score. <laughs> no, no, I like this rating. But no, his yeah, but his rating is too built on your emotional connection to the song. Well, that's only the point I mean, three. But that is going to be how much you like. That's the, what the mix is based off. I'm not going not to be like. Yeah. So that that is like what the mix is based off, right? And your emotional connection to it. 
I mean that that's a third of it. Because, I mean, as a rating system, you're going, this is what I feel about the mix. Not if they did, like, a great job covering it. It fits the mix tape. Yeah, because in yours, it's 50%. It's weighted 50% yeah. of, do you hit these metrics? In his, it's, it's just, s- do I like it? 60%. No, no, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The other way. Yeah. 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 And then his, it's 60%. Right. Does it hit these metrics? The other 40%, about 40%, is... Numbers are confusing. Uh, yeah, but it's, uh, you know, 34% is based I guess on... He's looking at how does the song fit in the mix versus I'm looking at the individual name, the individual theme, the individual track listing, mm-hmm. and then the individual songs. You're taking the individual songs and saying, how does it fit in with the name? How does it fit in with the theme? How does the it mix fit theme? in with... The, yeah, yes. okay. Yeah, but you both got the same results on on the metrics part of it. Right. But it's the feeling part of it yeah. that's different. And it, that's the question is how much do you rate how much you like the songs personally? Right. I don't know. Most of my songs are so. Which you gave it more. You gave it 50% do I like these songs personally. Up to possibility. And he yes. gave it 34%. Right. Correct. You know. So, I mean, that is uh, – it, it's a question. Like how much – how much should that affect it? Because how much bias goes into the way we like music? Because I like a different. Because style honestly, of music if I throw a Green Day like. song I love, he's going to give a zero. Yeah, yeah. So that's easy being Not like a zero, no, but, but a one. It's but zero in that sense. Green Day yeah. for, but the zero for possibly the song. But not necessarily for the name of how it fits, for the theme, and, yeah, or for where it sits. Because yes. I mean, honestly, there, there's like songs that's like we might feel differently. Yeah. Like Tom Petty, I have no affiliation with. Right. Him. Yeah. Yeah. And you're gonna rate it differently because of that. Yeah. I'm rating the mixtape as of does it fit the theme? Does it fit this? And you're I feel both like doing the same exact thing. <laughs> it's just a different rating system. You just have 34 percent weight on them whether you like it. You have 50 percent weight on them. Yeah. But is there a better or worse? Uh, no, I mean, I know. not necessarily. It's just it. We all need to get on the same page. It needs, some, <laughs> it, it needs a lot more thought. Yes, like of how much it should be weighted. Per rating right. system, yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's some stuff that's been on playlists that, like, I just like what it was that Edward Sharp, not Edward Sharp, the Margot and the Nuclear So and So song, and I could not pay attention to it, and I think I gave it a zero out of five, right. zero out of whatever. Yeah. Like that needed to be, but that's because more. you have up to, and you were rating it up to a full point, so up from yeah. zero to to ten, let's say, right? yeah. Versus, yeah, and, and it's it's yeah, yes, it's I an feel interesting like if question. You have a though. Lower score to hit, like if you have up to a point five, you're going to at least give it something. Yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? That's yeah, something. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Because I don't a- like your point eight fives. <laughs> Point eight five was Frank Turner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was right behind Miley. Cyrus. All right, so what? What? What is that? You're giving it like a forty four point two, four point three, four point five seven. Holy yeah. shit! You're giving this the best rated. Mix. It was a good mix. You believe that so far? <laughs> it was a good mix. I enjoyed this the songs. The best Devin's. mix. Best. Devin's. Oh no! No, this no, no, is no. I rated yours higher. You got four point six nine on uh, Summer Loving. I'm talking about RJ. I'm not talking about as a group. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying RJ, so far, out of the 10 mixes, including your own, because you have not given your own that mm-hmm. high. <laughs> what is it? Why this? Why is this Ooh. the best mix for okay. RJ? It was the same thing. Yeah. It fits the theme. The, they, they, I like the songs, and I like the artist. 
And it's so weird that that would give it a good rating. If I like the song, if it fixed the mix, right, that is almost a perfect score because those are perfect songs. If you would have picked a different song, I would probably would have rated the same too. You though. didn't pick the songs for him, but, but if you, you would have artists for him, but yeah, if you would have picked a different artist, it probably would have gotten a worse score because I'm like I, I don't know them. If I picked the Blackberry Smoke song, for yeah. you got lucky. You well, that got was a your least. Score. Mm, that one's tough. It would have been like it would have yeah. been one of those where I'm like, okay, the song is like this, so yeah. it's this rating, but I don't like the artist, so it gets a lower rating. Yeah. So, but he picked the bands. But for again, so that's why I'm saying that's why I'm talking about emotion. <laughs> yeah, because he's saying if he likes the artist. Like, I can give a fuck if it's an artist that I haven't heard of before. It's just whether or not I like the song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think whether you like the song or not comes from if you like the artist. Because like we were saying, a lot of these are representative of what the bands sound like. I mean, besides Miley Cyrus, but there's still some Miley in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Phoebe Bridgers, that hit all the marks. Yeah. Like, that's what she sounds like. John Mayer, that was a good representation of a John Mayer live show. <laughs> this is Frank Turner, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it's not your body is a wonderland, but like, yeah. like you were saying, yeah. you can't really pin him down. Right, you yeah. Can't put him in a box. Frank Turner, big box. That is a Frank Turner <laughs> song. He's a tall guy. He doesn't have a big box. He's like six seven. Isn't he? He's, He's like six four or something. <laughs> he knows. Um, he knows. Six four two zero five. Whatever. Um, yeah, the Frank Turner one. That the that is what Frank Turner sounds like. So if you like, and I like that, that song, aspect. you like it Frank all fits Turner. the artist. Yeah. So, but if you had like, if you had Frank Turner doing, I don't know, so, if you had him doing a country song, it's like you might like country and you might, might like Frank fit, Turner, and I wouldn't. But you'd be that. like, well, this one's just a one-off. This one sounds fucking weird because yeah. I know it's Frank Turner. So it can backfire too, you know. I don't know. <laughs> it's just RJ. Your your body is a wonderland. It's a wonderland. It is. I've used that your at a bar. Mind is a wonderland. <laughs> I've heard. For I'll me, this was my most listenable mix. Oh, that's a fantastic. See, I, that, I played was, at work and people loved it. That all, was my all the people are like biggest are question. <laughs> okay, is that for me? I never have to hear any of these covers ever again. Really? Never. Even the I, Phoebe Bridgers one. It's like, I don't need, like, I like the song. I think it's great. I don't really need any of these songs. And I think that might be your Tom yeah. Petty link. Each one yeah. of these, yeah. I feel like I could just listen. Just play that one song and I'm like, cool. I'm happy. I'm yeah. satisfied. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, I I don't, out of every mix that we've done so far, like, I don't need any of these songs. I can't tell you, after I listen to this mix, maybe two or three times, I just be uh, once it gets too free falling i'm like i'm good i just turn it off okay i don't so, need that <sighs> so uh, they have a cover album yeah of tom petty songs they have a cover album of bob dylan songs it's like 30 songs on it i assume that that would be rated by a music critic at some point yeah rolling stone or whatnot. right if that music critic was a tom petty fan do you think they'd be able to review it no, well, no, because they know more about Tom Petty. That's the thing. If you're a, if you're a yeah, huge, but would they be able to break away from that and still review it? I think that there's know? a difference between knowledge and being emotionally connected to something. Yeah, right. Because yeah. I think if you understand the history and the relevance of what is happening between each album and the song and where the band is and when their career, you understand why the song is what it is. Yes, right. 
Yeah. So I think that if you if you understand the knowledge of the band, that's where it gets people get their hair gets bristled when it comes to critics because critics nine times out of ten has more knowledge about the thing that they're talking about than yeah. the average person. Yeah. And so people were like, "Fuck them! They don't understand. They're just looking." Blah blah blah. It's like no, most likely they have more knowledge on the subject than you do. Yeah. 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 Like if somebody were to compile a Tom Petty live album. It would have to hit all the marks of, like, this is where he was in his career. This yeah. is why this song is there. I would be yeah. more comfortable hearing a, a critique on something from someone who's a, who's a huge Tom Petty fan than someone who's a casual Tom Petty fan. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if they asked me to do a John Mayer critique on a John Mayer album, <laughs> it's like, I'm the wrong person to be understanding the intricacies of a man that goes into a, a big box. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Big box man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. All right. This is crazy. Yeah. This is bananas hey, to me. Hey, so can I say that uh, I don't like Tom Petty? <laughs> I, I can say that I'm Before not a fan of Tom Petty. this. I like the mixtape, though. I never cared about him. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if this affects your rating. Probably. No, it doesn't. But listening to these covers over and over. It's a mixture of songs that don't make any sense. As if it's someone who's like, I'm a casual Tom Petty fan. Okay. Right. So listening to these songs and the 20 other songs that I heard covers of. Yeah. And I didn't listen to any Tom Petty songs, the originals, during this whole thing. So it'll all work out. I haven't heard the original of that. It's slow. It's like, it's slow, similar. I kind of assumed hearing Phoebe Bridger's one, I'm like, I'm putting this on either way. It's a good one. But listening to all of the covers, I really want to listen to Tom Petty now. Like, I understand more of his songwriting style. Huh, weird. Yeah, a lot of his melodies. Like, you can, there's certain artists where you can hear distinct melodies and, uh, you know, songwriting structure, I guess. And he has that, and it made me want to get into Tom Petty. Like, hmm. This is what the, the documentary was for you. Like This makes me want to dive into his stuff. Yeah. Kind of the way uh, we put that Dreams one on and I, uh, off of uh, Fleetwood Mac's Rumors. Yeah. And that made me listen to Rumors. Right. So this is, like, it kind of changed my mind on Tom Petty. Huh, that's interesting yeah. that another artist can bring you into the artist. Yeah. I don't think I am... I'm trying to think if I'm like that with anything. Yeah, I don't really know. I don't really think so. I you have to hear. Yeah. Some because okay. I'm not going to go out of my way to take a deep dive on Toto, even though I like that. Cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a great cover. Yeah, I enjoyed that. I mean, one. certain ones. Yeah. It's hearing this grouping of songs. You right. see something consistent with it, and I mean, I could think of other examples like. Fuck! I can't. Okay, I can't think of specific examples, but. If there's some like band that I like that covers an obscure artist that I've never heard of before, yeah, that might make make me get into that obscure artist. But it is weird for me to get into Tom Petty, a very big artist yeah. from a cover oh, yeah. song. Yeah, it's yeah. it's when uh, like uh, Sean said to me, I don't think I will ever get into the Beatles, right? Yeah, and I said to him, I was like, you don't need to. Yeah. Like at this point in your life, yeah, there's no reason you. 
yeah. that you need to be like, you know what I need to do? Yeah. I need to take a deep dive on the Beatles. Like, you don't need to do that. Yeah. Like, that's something that you do when you're younger. Like, you have to be, like, really... And if you're really into music, you would have already taken that deep dive on them. Yeah. Like, I can't think... I don't know who's a huge artist that at this point I haven't taken a deeper dive on because I've done that with Bowie. I've done that with Prince. I've been I've, like, I've done that with sticks. Uh, I guess, no, I've done that a little bit with Chicago. They've got some great woodwind stuff. Hmm. Um, some light, <laughs> some light jazz in there. Kansas. I've never done that with, um, Boston, all the cities. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seeger probably never gonna happen <laughs> yeah you don't need to um Billy yeah Joel. so so far in these 10 episodes i feel like i have a good understanding of what devin likes for me like if i was gonna make a mix for devin i feel Ooh. like i could do that Ooh, right okay i can't do that for rj i have no idea rj's taste no idea I mean, just Blink-182 songs. <laughs> so peachy. I have my predictions for each of you in each of the episodes, whenever I make yeah. a mix. I feel like I'm understandable. like S- you, For the most part. Yeah, it's like most of that, if you just put an acoustic song on there, I'm most likely going to like it. So <laughs> the Phoebe Bridgers one, I like. I knew you would like, yeah. but I didn't know if you'd heard Phoebe Bridgers before. Right. The Miley Cyrus one, I thought you would have liked more because it was Miley Cyrus. Right. Yeah. And John Mayer, I was kind of banking on you liking that one, but I just I think you liked so that much. one as much yeah. as you could. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm kind of starting to figure yours out. But RJ, I'm surprised by some of yours, like one of yours every time. Like the Miley Cyrus one, I was surprised that you liked as much. Uh, Were you expecting him to like 50, the Gaslight Anthem cover the least? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe just because it's towards the end of because their career. you <laughs> might have heard it before, and it's like nothing yeah. else on this you've heard besides maybe John Mayer. Mm-hmm. So yeah, maybe I'm starting to figure it out. But still, yeah, there's one that like surprises me each time. Maybe a couple oh. more years. <laughs> I feel like we should have like a Valentine's Day episode where we all <laughs> make a playlist for everybody. Like, I made this for you. Yeah, I don't even know. Even if I was going to make, like, a Blink-182 mix, I would feel like it would fail somewhere. You know what I'm saying? I'm intrigued. <laughs> like, like, covers or... No, uh, just, like, if I was going to make mix. a five song, if I was going to be like, it's, it's called Blink-182, theme is Blink-182. <laughs> like, I feel like RJ, <laughs> yes. I still would never get a 4.65 or whatever the fuck you just gave this Ooh. mix. <laughs> That's your new goal. No, I'm going the opposite way. Oh, I'm okay. trying to get the worst score out of your RJ. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Okay, I can't think of a band that RJ hates. Like you can like put on an album that would definitely well, I just give make you a Mariah Carey mix. And okay, that's out. probably. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure she has songs in her no. you know her thing that oh, I could be like. Now that's you're fine. changing your tune. <laughs> <laughs> if it was Mariah Carey and ICP playlist, yeah. <laughs> that might do it. I don't know the type. Maybe what is the type of Mariah Carey? R and B. So you have that, and then the new um, what's that girl? Uh, Grande. Ariana, Ariana Grande? Grande. She has those higher pitch things, and I like the, the vocal range. And I was like, I never got into that. She's like the new Mariah Carey. People have said, and I'm like, I just mm-hmm. I'm not She's a fan great. of those. See, I'm just not a fan of that type of, of music. Uh, yeah, I I get it. Uh, I like my female singers. 
Don't get yeah. me wrong. But I that like, type I of... like my female singers. <laughs> I like my female singers. <laughs> I like my singers like I like my women. <laughs> female. <laughs> but I just... That type of music I never got into. Yeah. I think I would have better luck making an Eagles mix over a Blink mix. God, there's so many ideas. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm doing... I'm. I'm you I, do you. I'm do doing you. all the mixes for me now. Yeah. I'm doing all for me. I don't give a fuck. I feel like we should <laughs> we should be able to make like a retaliatory mix. <laughs> I did. Yeah, and I feel like we should be able to release that and we could discuss it together. No, it's mine. <laughs> <laughs> it's for me. You'll never I see it. I don't want to ever think about this mix ever again. Uh, all right. Uh, all right. RJ, what bullshit? Do you have lemons? <laughs> <laughs> Patty lemons. All right. What you got? I'm I'm curious where this next one's gonna go with us. Okay. Um, the title. Just gotta tell him. Hey, stop it. Well, hold. Wait, on. wait, hold wait. On. Okay. Start. <laughs> You're when, already deducting. Start when points. the title stops. <laughs> <laughs> Where, or when does when does the title start in the oh, okay. statement? Yeah. Just okay. Just, the title okay. is. The title is. Just gotta tell him. Okay, hey, that makes way it. more sense. The Just way you said it before was like, what the It was fuck? a jumble of like words. And I two thought sentences. It was, I thought it was hallucinating. <laughs> yeah, it sounded like you were saying Just statements gotta tell that I wasn't hey, ready to stop. hear. Okay, okay. Just Just again, him. again. Just Title of the mix him. is what? Just, Just gotta tell him, hey, stop it. A? Wait. Oh, wait, 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 wait. You added the A in there. Rewind the tape. <laughs> Just, Just gotta, gotta tell him, them. A. A. Stop it. Hey. And wait, wait, wait. wait. H E Y comma. No, no, no. It's E H or you will find out on a- the, when I show you the songs. It's A Y Y. It's A Y Y. Stop you, it. Yeah, you gotta just gotta it. tell him A stop. It. So I will show you when you see the actual songs. Okay, hold on. Let me think about this. You just gotta tell just him A. Stop it. This doesn't make any sense. I'm going to spend all week until I start doing research. Maybe maybe I should just wait till next week to wait show till next week the, the day before. In the morning? Just to hear Mike going, uh, fuck! <laughs> just got to tell him, A, stop. If, I is, think is of it, a Beatles song, stop. But no. that doesn't relate to any of the other stuff. This better not be a guilty pleasures playlist. Just got to tell him, A, stop okay. it. Can, I'm you gonna, us, I'm, 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 can you give us any other hints? No. I've got my new rating system, RJ. And <laughs> <laughs> this title so far. <laughs> it better work. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> that means it doesn't? I'm accepting for what it is. Just got to tell him a stop it. Stop what? Who are you talking to? Who are you talk? Who's talking? Is it a male or a female, or genderless? Are you talking to yourself? Is this like Devin? You're gonna cry, pussy? Yeah, this, I was this, talking to myself in that. That's a good question. Yeah, you have to see the play. That's fair. Okay. Can, but can you answer that? What was the question? Are you talking to yourself, <laughs> or are you talking? To are someone you looking else? in a mirror? I Is think, it a statement? I, it's a statement. So you're talking to somebody else. You're like, just gotta tell me. Stop it. Oh, you just. Okay, I think you just unlocked something by how you just said that. Okay. 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 I think this is advice. Soldier Boy, tell him. This is advice. Okay. 
advice. Just got to tell him, hey, stop it. You just got to tell him, hey, stop, stop it. it. I don't think it's hey. I think it's a. Okay. Which is right. important. <laughs> First off, when you mentioned yours last time, this is so much fun. <laughs> it, it's fun, isn't it? Okay, I think if it's It EH, sounds like advice. This is a relationship advice from Taylor Swift, part two. If, it, <laughs> if it's E-H-A, then it's Canadian-based. If it's A-Y-Y, then it's from Atlanta. <laughs> If it's hey, is it racist? Is this a racist playlist? <laughs> is it? Did you say hey or a? You gotta tell us yeah. that. That's got that's discriminatory. Yeah. If I you tell just... you more, it's gonna give it away. Is it hey? hey is it or East Coast? A? Is it eight? Is, is it the fog? Hey. hey. <laughs> Hickory dickory duck. <laughs> the mouse who sucked my cock. <laughs> it's not how the nursery rhyme goes. <laughs> Children, it's I got all a nursery dice clay yeah. songs. <laughs> <laughs> I give them the song. Hey! <laughs> so, it starts d- off with the Happy Days theme song. <laughs> so it's a little different, but you'll see. It's a little different from what? <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> I'm expecting dice. It's so it's a little different from dice. It, <laughs> spoken word. <laughs> I think I'm gonna I'm gonna bank on advice. Is, we'll oh, I'm gonna say it's songs that you don't want to fucking hear. That's guilty pleasures. No, stop oh, it. He doesn't want to hear. Yeah, like I don't want to hear. Like, you're you're tired hear. of hearing these songs. Fuck these songs. He's talking oh, to somebody so else. like radio hits. Yeah, it's like oh, you don't want to hear this. Just it, yeah. tell him. Stop it. Yeah, maybe like Nickelback. Like, are they still making radio hits? I, I don't know. I'm just thinking the songs that I don't want to <laughs> hear on the radio. <laughs> And it's Nickelback. I would guess like current hits. Like current hits that he's just... Because he spends all day making sandwiches. Old Town doing... Road. <laughs> Is it Old Town Road? Hey, stop it. Hey. hey. Just literally get the song and put me at the end. Hey, stop it. Hey, stop it. <laughs> oh, fuck, I don't know. All right, well, you can find us on uh, Instagram... Five song mixtape. Yeah. Uh, find us on Spotify. Five yeah. song mixtape, all one word. That's yeah. for the playlists. Yeah. Um, you can also find us on iTunes, Spotify, or most places you find podcasts. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you're listening to this, you found it. Congratulations. <laughs> Good job. You win. If you if you listen to this and you like Devin's mix, tell us. Yeah. Please tell me because I need more validation. <laughs> you got plenty from him. Yeah. Do, you do you not, get more you than a four point five seven? Uh, no, I care. At I this just point, want, I just want them to tell you you're wrong. <laughs> Bring in the haters. Yeah. Bring in the haters. Yeah. Do you like how I put my emotional status on you during that argument? I've accepted that. <laughs> you're being like, too emotional. You can't base your, your point system on emotion. But these songs are emotionally connected. I'm emotionally connected to them. 2.9. <laughs> Out of 3.5, that's a good score. I agree with both of you, though. Out of 3.5? Is that what you said? No. No, out of 5. Where the fuck did you get that? I think we could do some math here. (laughs) Um, You know what I'm not good at math. Real quick, before we end this, (laughs) I think what it should be 0.3 points for. uh, Crown numbers. No, this will work out. Believe me. 0.3 points uh, for. Wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 0.3 points for. Does it fit the mix? 0.3 points for where it falls in the mix. And 0.4 points for, you know, freestyle. 
That's all your opinion of what you Ooh, would like about okay. the song. That's meeting in the middle for both yeah, of you. Yeah. So you're at yeah. 66% for does it hit these marks. You're at 50% for hit, hitting those marks. That's mm-hmm. right in the middle. So 60% of it is very procedural. Does yeah. it fit the metric? Then 40% on whether you like it or not. So point six is if it fits all yeah. together, and then the rest of point four is how I feel, which is still your opinion. That, that, that's of, exactly what I was doing. Yeah, and then you had like the ten percent or the point one, the point five of you know point one, point one, point one would be point five of just how do I feel overall of it, which would be this basically the point three also. Yeah, so it'd be the same exact thing that I'm doing. He explains it better. <laughs> See, I speak both of your math systems. You should see when I start mumbling. (laughs) It's a babble. No, we'll figure something out. I like what you just said. I think that that sounds good to me. All right. Yeah. Because that's, in my head, that meets in the middle. I think that's still a four point. Even on your head. (laughs) Okay, it does meet in the middle. I know what you're saying, but it meets in the middle. Trust me. Wait, like Jimmy, you I'm a mathematician. Give me any two numbers to add up right now. 69. Let's go. (laughs) 